You know, I'm not sure if that theme is a bit long or not. Ah, that's all right. Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's supposed to be funky. Nice. Hello and welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Cobell, known to my friends as Marv. And at this time, I am speaking with the legend to all podcasters everywhere that is Sean from Review It Yourself although there are various different sub-review or do-it-yourself type things as well. Hey, Sean, thanks for speaking with me. Absolute pleasure, Marv. Overjoyed to be here. Really am. That might be a question from a listener later, by the way. Oh, cool. I look forward to it. That's not really hinting, is it? That That's actually just saying you're going to have a question about that later from a listener. Oh, I've no doubt, yeah. It's uh, become a bit of a, a bit of a joke. I, I, I said even... Jokingly, I'm going to rename the podcast to Not Another Side Series, but we'll see. It became like a running joke of how how far out can I spin this? It yourself. I think I've spun about four or five things out of it. Um, but yeah, I quite. I, I was lucky enough to pick a name. I'll come on to it later on into how I picked that name. And um, yeah, it, it 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 lends itself to just changing the first. You can do it with anything. Yep. Works. Yeah, it's a bit like I seem to have happened upon, you know, pods like us meets, and then it's whoever the guest is going to be or whatever the show is that, that I'm speaking with. So that's it's just a thing that you get, you know. Yeah, yeah, it works, but it's it's all difficult to pick something that somebody hasn't already picked. Because I remember when I started, you know, you think about what what I like to do, what I like to do this, and then, then you look at it. Oh, I love twenty four. Oh no, there's about six twenty four series. All right. Oh, I really like Cheers. Oh no, there's like three of them. But you can, it's it's uh, impressive if you can figure something that's actually new or actually stands out a little bit. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's so many Queen podcasts, so I couldn't do a show about my favorite band, and so many Beatles podcasts. Although saying that, I do Beatles podcast now as well separately. So. What was your first experience with film? So the first film I saw at the cinema was Small Soldiers. Great film. Oh, yeah. Oh, brilliant film. I went to see it with my granddad, a cinema that's long since been knocked down now. Yeah. And I remember, I all I really remember is the end of it. And I just absolutely loved it. And I think that Christmas my grandma and grandma bought me the Archer figure, which I've still got somewhere. Wow. So it's it's one of those films that I, I, I really, really enjoy. And I revisited it on my own pod recently. And it's, it, it stands up ridiculously well. I was really, really happy. Cause you know, sometimes when you go back to a film that you loved when you were a kid and yeah. you go back to it and go, Oh, that, Oh, that wasn't very good. It's always a risk when you do films, <laughs> always a risk that you go back and go, Oh, I didn't, Oh, that wasn't as good as I remembered, and then you just bereft. <laughs> yeah, it happens with television series as well. You go back to one of those when you see it on a streaming thing, and you think, "Well, I've got I've got half an hour to spare, fifteen minutes. I'll watch a program I watched as a kid," and then you watch it again. And you think, "Oh, it hasn't really aged very well." 
some of these things. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I was I was brought up on on older series. Yeah, like my mum and dad like love Cheers, so I absolutely love Cheers. Steptoe Son, which I absolutely love, Dad's yep. Army, Porridge, all those classic. Well, Red Dwarf, like you know, all those classic kind of comedies. I don't think anything comes anywhere near them now. Nowhere near them. Absolutely, absolutely love them. But yeah, there are things in them that don't. Well, don't age well, but I suppose that society moves on. You can't ignore it. You've got to, especially with someone who like loves my history and looks into my history. The minute you start editing things down and censoring them, it's like, hang on a minute, you, that's not the best thing to do. Countries nope. that do that don't tend to do very well. It because where do you stop? So, yeah, it's uh, went a bit off, went a bit off on one there, didn't I? <laughs> yep. There we go. We're getting political already. Because I'm not on my own. I just think, ah, I can say, oh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Message to Steven Spielberg. Do not get rid of the guns and swap them for radios in E.T. It's just wrong. It looks looks stupid. It looks really, really stupid. Like, change them into buttons instead. Or or like the Americans, a trungeon. Change it into a trungeon. But it looks so stupid because they're stood with a stance. Oh, yeah. I've I've got that somewhere, the 20th uh, anniversary release. And I remember watching like the behind the scenes. It's like, oh, since I've had kids, it's like, oh, Stephen, like, come on now, you don't need to do that. I sounded like Bill then, but you know what I mean. You didn't. You don't need to. Why? What's What's the point? Nobody cared, really. For anybody that doesn't know, he's he's mentioned Bill there, and that's Bill from Bill Reads Bad Reviews, who has been on the show more than on review it is or self as a guest more than anybody else. Yes, I think. How many times is it now? Is it fourteen? I think with with one. Is it something like that? It's it's a lot. It's it's a lot more than anybody else. Well, at least I tell a lie. It's at least double anybody else. But yeah, Bill's great. We I mean, re- really, you should both just have a side series that's separate, where you do one episode per month or something. Well, I mean, that's Sean about and what Bill's we're getting ex- now. Bill and Sean's excellent. Film adventures. Oh no! It have to be. What did you call us? The the odd couple or the what you called us something, didn't you? Everyone's favorite odd couple or something. That would be the title of it. Well, that would be the go. title of it. Yep. But I I don't know it. I think I've tried. I've done it before where I've done like side series in my main show, like yep. the Bake Off series, and you think, oh, we'll do that, but then because you're under a bit of a structure, it becomes a little bit more. Oh, yeah, and I, I don't know. I would never want it to become too like, oh, we need to do one, we need to do one. It's very much like we fire backwards and forwards. You know, I sent him a a video of. <laughs> I hope he, he doesn't get annoyed. I tell you this. I sent him or everybody this. I actually I was making myself beans on toast. <laughs> I actually videoed pouring yep. out the tin. Like, oh, look at this bill. Oh, the toast. And it was just sending it as a bit of a joke. So it, <laughs> there's always a little bit of like a bit of fun. I always know when Bill's logged on because he logs on every couple of days, two or three days, four days, and yep. your notifications just go crazy. Like Bill's like this, commenting on this, but yeah, can't wait to uh, do our next film. Always a joy with Bill. Usually a Tuesday and a Friday with Bill, if anybody's interested, isn't it? You know, you'll, yeah. you'll be there and then suddenly you get all these pings on your phone and your notifications and you'll think, oh, Bill's woken up from his three days away. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
yeah, bless him. He, he wasn't too well over. Uh, it was just before Christmas, so he wasn't on for quite a while. But it was it was nice to uh, nice to get him back. But yeah, he he he's very supportive of the show as Bill as well, which is which is nice to see. But because of him being away and being ill before Christmas, we got the you know the genius that was your take on Bill Reed's bad reviews. That was just great. I, I wish he'd have put that in his main feed. <laughs> I'd I'd wanted to do that for so long. I really had like I've got a couple of shows that I absolutely I absolutely love, and I, I'd wanted to do that for a while. Yeah. That kind of impression, and I thought, well, if you're going to do it, do it properly. So I, and I listened to his podcast every week anyway, and I went back through and I, I wrote down exactly what his intro is. I worked out when he sighs, when he does his set, what his phrases are. And I think I think I did an okay job. My accent's horrendous, but that's not the point. No. It was just, and I, I remember messaging him and saying, do you mind if I do this? I didn't, I, I knew he wouldn't, but you know what it's like. Some I didn't want anybody once it went out to think, oh, you, you know, I was taking the, taking the mick out of him. And he was like, "Yeah, go for it." So that that one that one did that one did quite well. So I was, just, I don't know. It was just, especially when he wasn't when he was off for a bit. I thought, oh, this might be a good time to do this. Yeah, I enjoyed doing that far too much because, as I've said to him, it's a it's a fantastic idea. If I ever wanted to rip off anybody's podcast idea, it'd be his. Yeah, it'd be. I'll do that instead. But the thing is, you did that good a version. I mean, I, I was going to do it myself, and then when I heard your version, I got all my notes written out and everything for for for, my, for doing my own version of it. And then I listened to yours, and it was like I almost physically like picked up my notes and just threw it away and thought, no, there's no way I can do any better than that. Oh, you're too kind. I, the only thing with my accent, it's that strong. I yeah. struggled to get over it to do. And certain words I can't do in American. So that was a bit strange to listen back to, but I I know I genuinely, genuinely love that one. I did the only thing I didn't do in it was like the opinion warning and because I, I couldn't figure out in my head what Bill would think of it. Because our views are a bit different in terms of films. And I thought I don't I don't know quite how to do that. So it was good fun though. I didn't enjoy it. I'd happily do it again. Happily. I did a Mickey take of it while I did the show with him. Did you? I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, where yeah, I, I, I heard, said to him yeah. and I said, "Opinion warning, warning." Yeah, that was great. Warning. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a good idea. He's got he's got a, he's got a very slick podcast. It's very much it starts. You know exactly what beats he's. It's like a good song. You know what beats yeah. you're gonna hit. You know what you're gonna get. And and it, yeah, it, it just it works. It's almost sickening, really, how how well it works. <laughs> But it, it does. It's a yeah. It's a good podcast. I enjoy it. And he's and he's such a positive guy. Yeah. Like the, the whole thing about that's how we because I think I messaged him. I, I can't remember when, way back when, because I listened. I, I stumbled across his podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Listened to it and thought this. There's no way. And this is the pessimistic, you know, English in me. I thought no way. This no way. This guy's this this positive. It's not possible. I thought I'm gonna have I have to track him down and make him watch something that's terrible. Yeah, that's where the Breaking Bad, uh, Breaking Bill, sorry, idea came from. Like, let's make him watch awful films because when Bill sighs, it warms your heart. It really does. When he, and this is why a few times I've said to him, and I, I wouldn't, I can't really do a, a video on, but I've said a few times where it's such a shame because some of his reactions sometimes, when you see the look on his face, it's just like, oh, there was a great one that the. The funniest reaction I've ever seen was when we were reviewing uh, London Has Fallen, 
Yeah. And there was a bit in it where I just flippantly said, Oh, there's why did they do this bit where there's this really emotional bit where and it, like he he says to the his boss, Oh, can you be the godmother? I mean, then she's dead two minutes later. And then Bill was like, Oh man, you can hear it. But it, the fit, he was just so like, Oh man, come on. Like he was really shocked. Oh, and I, was man. Like, I was like, what? I was like, what? I didn't write it, Bill. I didn't kill her. Don't like don't <laughs> don't it's not my fault. But um when we did the small soldiers episode, he did an impression. Of you know the bit at the end when Alan puts the the Gorgonites in the boat and off they go and it has yeah. that pan shot of his face looking like wistfully towards them as they leave. He did a, an impression of that, and the, the the face was spot on. And I, I was like, it we're missing something here because he's yeah, it was such a funny person. Honestly, do you do you not get copies of the video as well then, or do you just get the audio? Just the when, just the yeah. audio on what I use. I, I I used to get the videos that was taking up too much. Too much data, so I just did away with them. Really, I'm going. I'm going to do a bill here. I don't know, my guy. You could save all that, and one of these days, have like a reel of all these reactions from Bill. Just put it up on your Instagram or your Twitter. Yeah, just what? Just like, oh, it'd be like one of those uh, twelve degrees of separations where I like. Which Billy you today? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. Just all these different looks of disgust. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, definitely definitely so here comes a stupid question then yep. your listening history because we were saying you don't listen to many podcasts so what what were you listening to then before starting your show and what inspired you to start it well i i, I never wanted to podcast my yep. so it's little known anybody who's listened to my podcast will probably know but it's little known because i've never really published it really i did once that this isn't my first podcast. Yeah. There's a there's a podcast out there called Reluctant Reviews, and I did it with my friend, who we a friend I've known for quite a few years, and we wanted to what we watch films together, and, and our tastes are so different. Like he loves Dragon Ball Z and Star Wars, and I'm very much like The Green Mile, Shawshank, Braveheart, all those kind of films. And he, there's a lot we'd not never seen of the other. I'd never seen any Star Wars apart from Rogue One before, and which disgusted him. And yeah. with that was the idea. We we met in a Weatherspoons, as you do. Best ideas come from Weatherspoons. Yep. And um, other pubs are available. And, well, maybe. And we were there, and he was saying, oh, we should do a podcast. I was like, I don't want to do a podcast. Like, why, why would I want to do that? And we did that. I think we did, was it 13 episodes we did? Uh, yeah, 13 films, sorry. Across 29 episodes, something like that, because – we used to do like a half an hour beforehand of your preconceptions about, right. Have you heard about this film? And then that was a good chat. And then we'd have half an hour afterwards of right. We've seen the film. What did you think? And then he didn't want to do it. Uh, Liam didn't want to do it anymore. Um, he was changing jobs and just didn't have the time for it. And yep. he said, look, why don't you keep doing, keep doing it yourself. Something along those lines, do it yourself. And that, that, when I was trying to figure out what I was going to call it, because I went through a few things like film faff and or faffing and all this, but then there was a few things that were too similar to it. Yeah, uh, I think that's how I, I think that's how I stumbled across film vloggers, which was the first podcast I think I ever listened to. Strangely enough, I was just looking for film podcasts, and that came up for some reason, and I listened to that, and that that is my by far. I won't I won't say my favorite because don't insult. Bill, <laughs> that is my favorite British podcast. I I, I love those guys; it's absolutely hilarious. Um, so that so then I, I decided right. My friend said you do you know go do it yourself, and I was thinking what can I call it? And that review it yourself 
I don't know where it came from. I just thought, oh, that makes sense. Do it. I thought I'm not calling it do it yourself because it can either be misconstrued as rude or or it sounds like you're doing carpentry or something. Yeah. Um, and I'm not great, I'm not a good DIY person. So I thought, right, let's call it review it yourself. Looked. No, it doesn't seem to be anybody else called that. As far as I know, I did, I did check as far as you can. And then that was the idea with it, really. And it was it was never meant to be. It was just me talking about a film. Yeah. And that's what it was for three months, two, three months, uh, in which I'd put about, out about 20 episodes or something, 30 episodes, a lot. I put out because I was off for a bit. <laughs> and, um, and then I was never going to have guests. It was not something I ever I thought, well, how do you reach out to people? Is it awkward? How do you do it? And then I, Ryan Walker from the Walk the Line podcast was like, oh, I'd love to come on and talk Die Hard. And I was like, yeah, oh, sure. Mm. And then he, very experienced, he does an interview podcast similar to yourself. I mean, he he, he's, he doesn't interview other podcasts, he interviews, he does sometimes, but he interviews just anybody, like anybody, yep. you know, musicians, artists, people who are interested in all sorts. It's such an eclectic mix. Uh, he's a Scottish guy. He's, he's great at what he does. And he convinced me, like, no, just contact people, message him. And that was how it started. And then ever since then, the solo reviews have got less and less and less. And I've got my regulars, my regulars that, that come on, you know. Um, but but I'm always looking to to add in new, always looking to add in different collaborations. You know, people will come and do one episode and then it never quite happens or they're really busy or you do loads with them like Luke from Red Stalgic. And then they're really busy, so it quietens down for a bit. But you've always that's that's where it started. Um but I did I and Ben knows this because Ben from Film Floggers. Um by the way, everybody's gonna be lots of name dropping in this. I'm not doing like a yeah. I know these famous people, it's just, I'm just one of these people. I like to shout out to people. But I remember when I collaborated with Ben, we were speaking. I did say to him, you know, I modelled my show notes on yours because <laughs> they are very, very, they've changed a little bit now. But when I first started, they were just like now they're very much like, what questions, what what questions were raised in it, what topics do you talk about? I used to do like favourite quotes, but I felt that was a bit too revealing. So I thought yeah. I don't want people to listen waiting for the these random things to come up. But uh, yeah, and then and then obviously Ben from Film Flog has helped me a lot as well. I messaged him, and he's good on the technical side of it, and lovely as well so that that helped and it i don't know it's rolled on from there i've what three episodes a week for the first year that was the average which is a bit nuts i was i was just thinking as well uh one of my other faves is we're going to be name dropping again here <laughs> was you and bill being on stew world order with stew and <laughs> you know batman and robin hey <laughs> another one where <laughs> Mr. Trick, their faces were just, just I thought Bill was never going to speak to me again. He was disgusted. I can't help it. We've all got those films. I know yeah. my adult brain tells me how bad it is. Yeah. But when I watch it, it's just a joy. It's just an absolute joy. It knows what it is. It's it's yes, there's icicles are flopping about because they made of plastic. Yes, they've got that awful backwards thing of Robin where they reverse the film. Yes, Uma Thurman. You murderer. Yes, we know. Like, and she just rolled off winning an Oscar, I think, or nomination is something. And you think, what, what, what possessed you? As we'd say over here, Marv, what yeah. possessed you to do that? <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, that I love. That was such good fun because I never told them. 
like Stu, like yourself, said, oh, we're going to go through this and then we'll rate them. And I was like, oh, yeah, great. And then when I came out with, I won't spoil it for anybody, but when I came out with my rating, they were just, I think Stu thought I was joking at first. Bill was a bit like, Bill knew. Like, oh, God, no. So <laughs> I loved it. But I do love the film. It's it's awful, but what a beautiful mess. Yep. Yep. And the film that came before that, uh, Batman Forever, I thought um, Jim Carrey was better in that than, than Tommy Lee Jones. Well, does see, I haven't done Batman Forever yet. It's it's on it's on the list to do at some point. But just you could do a whole episode just on the production of that. Like Tommy Lee Jones was heard to say to Jim Carrey, like, I don't I can't sanction your buffoonery. Because you can imagine Tommy Lee Jones to just be a bit of a grump, a bit of a like, no, this is what I want to do, this is my craft. Whereas Jim Carrey is just like, Well, well, look at him. I mean, what are you? <laughs> yeah, anyone who's seen the Riddler. But again. Great film, really enjoyed that when I was younger and still still enjoy it now. A little bit random at times, like Nicole Kidman kickboxing. I don't really get no. that. No. It's such a strange entrance for her, but but I love the fact that you saw that Batman gets shot, like grazed a little bit. And I liked as a kid where they tried to go, you know, with the whole the doll, the that kind of dream doll catching thing she gives him and how he's trying to deal with his parents death and i liked val kilmer i thought again yep. it was a shame he never continued i know a lot of people loved michael keaton understandably so yeah but yeah i i i love that I, I never had an issue with him to be honest but a lot of people did i was in the minority i was a kid so what was i what was i to know yeah but both that and uh batman and robin had too many butt shots for my um or as we say in england too many arse shots yes. for my liking Yes, lots of lots of buns, a yeah. lot of buns, and then nipples as well. Can't forget the nipples. Yeah, absolutely. God. So yeah, well, I think well, I think the director said he was trying to go for a kind of Greek god-like, Roman-like look, whatever floats your boat. But I think it, I think it rubbed a lot of people up. No pun intended. I think it rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way. I think they thought, "What is it? This is too silly. This is." I- I notice it a lot more now. <laughs> I don't know what I'd say. I just never. You don't really notice things when you're younger. I don't think. But yeah, def- definitely, and it's it seems a bit excessive. It's just a yeah. bit like why? What was the? At least he apologised though. Joe Schumacher. He came out because I've got the Batman and Robin, and that's got behind the scenes. And I thought oh, I'm going to have to watch these. How on earth yeah. can they like? Because we've all seen those behind the scenes where they're like, yeah, man, this movie was absolutely great. I loved everyone. Like, this crew was like a family. And you're like, it wasn't, was it? Like, I bet you hated each other. And in that, there's no pretense whatsoever. They're all like, we're we're sorry. (laughs) You can see it. They're all like, well, we softened up a bit on this one. But that's what happens when you decide to make toys and then think, right, well, we need to write a film to make the toys fit. I mean, that. That's a red flag right there. Yep. To go back to the uh, Batman Forever, I can just imagine, you know, uh, I'm doing a pun here on, you know, Fugitive Line here, but I can imagine Tommy Lee Jones saying to, uh, you know, to... um, Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. I can imagine him saying, you can go to any outhouse, shithouse, or any other house that's not my house. (laughs) I thought you were going to do a bit of a... I thought you were going to do a bit of a, I'm the Riddler. 
I don't care. I thought you were going to go down that. Yeah. Oh, you can go to any outhouse, shit house, or any house but my house. Have you ever seen? Have you seen the sequel to The Fugitive? Oh, I don't mind that, but it's yeah, basically it's based U.S. Marshals. Yes, it's, it's sort of the same film as The Fugitive. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, except there's the twist with the character that turns out to be on the other side. I won't spoil it for anyone. A very young Robert Downey Jr. in it. Wesley Snipes, I thought was really good. There were some decent stunts in there, I think. But overall, I think it. A lot of people don't seem to know it exists, but it was. Nope. It was decent. It came in a a good run for Snipes. You know, Demolition Man and yeah. Blade. That kind of that late nineties was was his time, really. Yeah, was it Passenger Fifty Seven? Is it or something as well? Yes, yes, with, that's a good one. Him. Yeah, that's a good one. I watched that recently as well. That was a good one. Which is a bit like. A bit like you know, non-stop with uh, Liam Neeson, but twenty years earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did Passenger Fifty Seven and Demolition Man on reluctant reviews because I'd never seen either. Of them. Yep. My friend was like, "Oh, you'll have to watch these," but he'd never seen like Armageddon. I was like, "You make me sick." But what can you do? <laughs> we all have our own things, don't we? For anyone interested, that's a really another good episode of Review It Yourself where they had where he had Bill on. Was which, it Armageddon? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was such good fun. I really was. The Godzilla one as well. The Godzilla one stands out as being one of the most enjoyable to do. They're all enjoyable, but that that Godzilla one was just... Because there's a little bit where Godzilla's like, before he jumps up and bites the chopper, yeah. or she, I don't know what, I, I don't know. He has eggs, I don't know, whatever. Um, It's the bit where you see Godzilla and just before he jumps up, he's like there, like crouching, hiding, like... <laughs> And you're like, what, what, what's, what's he doing? Like, and we, you know, it looks like a granny with a little handbag. I think was what Bill said, and it, it killed me. I just don't think I can ever watch that film the same again. But that's the thing with me and Bill. We watch these films, and you, you hear yourself trying to pick out the logic, and you go, "What are we doing? Why are we trying to pick the logic out of these films?" But it's such a, it's a, such a rich seam to, 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 to dig out that one when you try, you take film, especially like you know Gerard Butler's stuff. Because it just doesn't make any sense. Gerald. Is it Gerald or Gerard? I don't know. It is Gerard. Gerald, yeah. Yeah, because you were saying that on your first episode, you kept going from Gerard to Gerald to Gerard to Gerald. Yeah. I was nervous enough doing my first episode, recorded on my mobile phone, by the way, or cell phone for the Americans. And uh, so it wasn't great in that respect. And then I couldn't remember. And I decided, oh, just go with it, whatever. But it's stuck in my head now. So whenever I start talking about him, I'm like, Gerard, Gerald, Gerard, Gerard. I can never, because I always, I, I say Gerard and I think of the footballer. Um, and then you think, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's brains are funny things, aren't they? You need to get uh, Bill's wife on the show, on your show, and then, you know, Madison, and then you can do like, you can have Gerard on again because he was on PSI Love You in that film. But Not then again, that, one yet. That, that would mean you're having to watch Chick Flick. I'm I'm partially a chick flick man. I've got to be honest. Yeah. You know uh, what was that I watched recently? Ghosts of Girlfriends Past with McConaughey. Yeah. I watched. Oh, what's that one with Ryan Reynolds in it, where he plays someone who's like overweight at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. That one. I can't remember what that's called either. I'm not can I. Anyway, that one. Love a bit of Bridget Jones. Watched that recently. That's always a good one. And the second one, I've reviewed those, those with my sister and my mom. That or my mum. Uh, oh god, that yeah, those are. Those episodes went completely off the rails. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't mind a good chick flick. I don't, I don't, I don't mind them. I think some there's some decent stuff out there. 
the holiday. That's a good one. Yeah. Love Actually is not not bad. I mean, Bill Nye is worth watching that that film for anyway. I think oh, he's, he's hilarious in that film. He's a, he's a classic British actor. Come on. But he's just been nominated for an Oscar, hasn't he? For is that film where he plays somebody who's terminally ill? I can't remember what it's called. But you know, he's in Shaun the Dead, Hot Fuzz. Yep. Yep. What else? Oh, he's been in that. Oh, he's in um, I tell you what he's in. He's in Pride, a film about minors. Yep. And the like LGB, I think it was at the time, group that uh, raised money for the miners during the miners' strike. That's a hell of a film. He's really good in that. I feel like I'm missing more. He's done all sorts. He's in everything, isn't he? Yeah. I think I've only seen one film that's up for the Oscars this year, and it's probably the first year I've seen a film that's up for the Oscars for Best Picture. I don't think I've and seen that, any of them. That would be Top Gun Maverick. Tell a lie. No, sorry, I've seen that. Yeah, oh, that was. I thought that was better than the original. Yeah. I that's, think it... I think it corrected some of the things that were very maybe questionable about the first film, the original, and it made it better. Yeah, it was, it was a hell of a film. Uh, it's been that long. I've only seen the original once. It's very of its time. It just in terms of its very 80s, which I'm, well, I'm a 90s kid, so it doesn't mean... Like, like I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off recently. It, it was good. I really enjoyed it, but it doesn't... I, I wasn't around, so you, it's, I think it's different in your head, if that makes sense. I think it doesn't mean as much to you. So, yeah, that was that was a good one. My point's gone. Yeah, it's all right. I've I've already had arguments with people because I I tell people that I switched off Breakfast Club after about fifteen minutes because I was bored. I've not seen it. I switched off one. Uh, no, I did I switch off? Oh, uh, Captain Marvel after forty six minutes because I had better things to do with my time. One of the worst shows I've ever tried to watch in my life. Which oh, oh anyway. Oh, oh, shake that one off. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, Terrible. It's, like a, it's like a bad taste that you can't get out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one way of putting it. Yeah. Jesus. So how do you choose then what films you, you um, talk about? I was thinking about this. I honestly... Yep. I don't. I... The Defending Yourself episodes are... are really good because people pick what they want to come on and defend and that's been well, for a start it's more like I'm asking them so it takes a bit off me but also they're making me watch films I've never seen before yeah. like Meet Joe Black the majority of that series I've never seen before the only time I didn't watch the film again was The Fifth Element I couldn't watch it again I watched five minutes and went nah I went through this once I'm not watching it again and I apologise and instead of watching the film I went and listened to an hour and a half of my guest's podcast episode so <laughs> I thought that was a fair exchange you know I wasn't being yep. rude rude to her but to be honest I just I just I pick what, what I fancy and then it's strange sometimes or maybe it's genius I don't know they always say it's a genius is madness and right but I, if, if I want to do a film like so, I wanted. Oh, I want to do a film about presidents. Like if, like, like the Almost Presidents podcast popped up, I was like, oh, yeah, I've got some podcasts for you guys. I've got some episodes, I've got some films for you guys. So then I'll go and say, oh, would you like to come and do this? And I'm so if you want to come back, because you don't always click with people. It's it's the way it's the way it works. Or they're busy or whatever. Yep. You think, oh, there's more to do, and that's just kind of how it works. Me, me and Sarah from Weird Horizon, who I do kind of Bigfoot and we've done there's an episode coming out soon about uh, our plans for 2023 we just pick things to talk about and we just uh, have a have good fun talking about you know different 
conspiracy things or, or she's got a really interesting series coming up about different realities is all I'll say. I don't want to spoil it. And there's some stuff behind that. So I just, I don't know. The Bake Off series was just because I was talking to Luke when we were doing a recording. I don't know what film we were reviewing. or Probably a Bigfoot or something like that. And he'd mentioned he liked Bake Off. I was like, oh, would you like to do the series? But then that series was that, was the TV series was that bad. I think we stopped after the quarterfinal. And bless Satu from Chat Tsunami jumped in because Luke was very, very busy um, towards the end of that. And I think he was a second off of watching it as I was. So, so we never actually finished that one. But I, I don't know. I just I just jump around. I try things. And if, if I feel like it doesn't really work, I did the podcast clinic, which was meant to be the start of another long-running series. I got a lot of podcasters in who I knew to do like voiceovers. And it was all about, I went in and complete, I was sick of superheroes. It was, it was going to be like a therapy session for me every week with like Ben from film vloggers as the therapist or vice versa. And that's with all these guests, you know, but, and it worked and I was really happy with it. But then the amount of time it took to bring it to, to bring all those bits together. And I thought it's, I thought it, I don't know. I thought, no, it wasn't kind of, it worked, but would I want to continue doing that? Because yeah. sometimes, I don't know about you, but you think if something takes you a long time, you think like the video podcasts I'm doing on the battlefield, you think, right, you need to stop thinking you're going to do these every month. You need to kind of, will it be every two months or whatever? And Because I'm very much like, oh, I'll do this. And then you get into the reality of doing it and think, probably need to, probably bit off a bit more than I can chew. There was a hilarious moment recently, and I can't remember who it was who asked me if I worked. <laughs> I said, oh, do you work? I said, what, what do you mean? Uh, this is like off mic. And I said, um, I said, yeah, full time, like five days a week. Hmm. And they were like, oh, I, th- I thought you did this full time. It's like, no. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a compliment in one hand of, I must put a lot out and it must be all right. But on the other hand, I was thinking, yeah, I work. And you know, you, you think, right, what can I do? And it, it's time consuming. It's not just recording it. It's then listening to it, editing it down, you know, but it's changed that I've, I've, my episodes seem to recently have all dropped to around an hour or at least yep. been edited back to an hour because I think when I first started, they'd go on too long or not too long. I, I just felt like, you know, when you listen to it and you think if I'm losing my interest by now, then people listening will not all the time, but, I think I've learned over the past year and a bit to try and know when to end an episode and be like, right, that was great. This this is my verdict. What do you think? I've tried all sorts. Stuff didn't stuff that didn't work. Not, not stuff didn't work, but I tried to bring in segments and we're going to do this. And, and sometimes you just think, oh, that was too much, too much preparation. I'm, I like what I want my podcast to be because yep. I wrote this down to say at the beginning, what I wanted the podcast might be later on, what I wanted the podcast to be and I know it sounds a bit cliched, but I wanted it to be like you just, you were over, you were like in a pub or something and you were overhearing two mates talking. That's what I want my podcast to be, a conversation. Like I've had people, like I've had feedback because I did ask for feedback at one point a while ago from other podcasters about how do you think I could improve? And some of the stuff was really like, well, cut out the tangents and do this. And I was thinking, but most of my show's a tangent. So I'd have nothing left. I'd have like 20 minutes of us talking just about films but if you want that, then there's, there are podcasts out there who are very script, 
you know, very script, not script, some are scripted, but they're very like prescriptive and very structured. We do this, this is the rating of it. This is the, a bit like bills, but not about rating. So yeah. I never wanted mine to be that. I like, I like it to be more conversational when I give the person a chance to speak and I don't just ramble on like I am now. But yeah. <laughs> well, you're the guest, so you're allowed to do that. I know. I, I have had to train myself to not interrupt my guest as much, but it's difficult because some people I, I, I podcast with, I've never seen them. Yeah. Like for anyone listening, I can see Marv now and we're on video so you can see me and you try and go off someone's cues of when they want to talk and stuff like that. But when you're doing it to a blank screen with a name in the middle of it, you you don't know. There's one of the episodes that went out that I was really kind of embarrassed about because I did it with um, some Americans and it some parts of America talk more slowly than others, whereas I'm aware even where I live, I've had people I work with say this, I talk very, very fast and I'm kind of, I've cooled how quick I'm talking now. So I talk very fast. I think a lot of people where I'm from talk fast a lot of Americans don't talk that quick. So I, yep. they'd talk and do a sentence and I'd try and jump in. And this was back when I was single track, so I couldn't even cut it out. And they they would continue in talking and it was, it made, it sounded when I listened back to it, I thought, oh God. There was one I did with Bill where the audio, well, you know which one, and the audios weren't right. Yep. And it sounded like I was shouting over him, but I wasn't. It was just because my audio was like, I think that was a different one, actually. My audio was so much higher than his. It just sounded like I was like cutting them off. And I was like, oh, this sounds awful. So I've tried to learn to let my guests talk. But then sometimes that backfires on you. Sometimes you get someone who, amazingly for a podcast, it doesn't, like they don't give you a lot to work with. And you're like, all right, so what do you think of that bit? And then you're like, oh, okay. So then you feel the need to have to do it. Some people have different expectations of, being a guest, I think some people think, oh, get in, I can go on somebody else's and I can relax and just throw bits in. Whereas I think, well, I'd like it to be a two-way street yeah. rather than me doing it most of it and then going, so what did you think about this bit? Because that's not the way I like to do things. But, you know, it's always going to happen. I'm never afraid to get somebody new on, you might have noticed. <laughs> yeah. That, that For anyone interested, the, if, if you look up a video, it's famous over here. There was an interview on a breakfast television show with the uh, the magician David Blaine, and uh, with the so so we know the presenter Eamon Holmes, and he was trying to interview David Blaine, and and he didn't talk at all. David Blaine, he just had this little dot painted on the on his hand, and every time Eamon Holmes asked a question, he just went and showed his hand, and then kept quiet, and. It's a difficult, that must have been a terrible interview. I don't know whether you've seen that. I haven't, but I'll, 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 I see your hand and I'll play you another. Another one, I will check that out, by the way, but there's another yeah. one that's a classic and I recommended this to Bill and a few other people, actually. Bruce Willis, when he went on The One Show. The One right. Show, for anybody listening from outside of the UK, is kind of like a light-hearted, kind of like a Good Morning America but it's not in the morning. Anyway, lighthearted, it does the odd thing and they have lifting guests on anyway. Bit of a fluff piece. They won't know what that means. It doesn't matter. And they had Bruce Willis on to, I mean, good God, I don't blame the guy. He was trying to promote a good day to die hard, which is just an abomination. But anyway, and he was awful, absolutely awful on it. He barely talks. They're like, oh, so, so Bruce. And he's just like, yeah, yeah. 
and they're like, oh, so what do you show? And then they bring up the title of the film. I think it was Matt Baker and, oh, I'm not sure if it was, I'm not sure which presenter it was. I think it, maybe the one they've got now, I can't remember. The yeah. the Welsh lady, whatever her name is. And he they say, oh, so what about the title? You know, you know, Bruce, a good day to die hard. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like one of those things. Sometimes you, it's a bit of a strange title, really. Like, you know, what are you going to do? Get up, brush your teeth, go to the mall. And then it's a good day to die hard. And you're like, where, Bruce, what are you doing? Like, he's just so disinterested. And he actually yeah. came out afterwards and apologized and said, I was jet lagged. And you were like, all right, okay. But it's, that's a class one to watch. I've massacred it, but that's a genius one to watch. It's so awkward. And it's not just because, and it's not like a case of the differences between like the way British people and Americans are. It, it He's almost like, so dour and won't really talk much they're really struggling like you yeah. can see it's like towards the end of the uh the, the show where to do the plug you know a bit like podcasting your shameless plug time bruce what film yeah. are you bringing out and he just he, it's like he doesn't seem interested <laughs> at all at all it, it's it's great to watch great so anyway you've touched on we're going to get to this now you've touched on it sort of so You've kept it fresh, the show, because it started one way and then it's changed over time and you have all these offshoots. So let's see if you can remember what the offshoots are and how you came <laughs> about them. Oh, Jayus. Um, okay, yeah, so the, the regular Review Yourself episodes. Yep. The Soggy Bottoms, Bake Off, Defend It Yourself, Pick It Yourself. <laughs> yeah, that really was one of them. So long as that's not about noses. No, no. or anywhere else. Uh, no, it was just someone gave me a lot of DVDs and the idea was that I would pick one out and watch it. I did one episode knowing that was that was a joke, that one, that, that I was going to do a new series about that. Um, oh, God, what else? Oh, Visit Yourself. Like oh, well, The Breaking Bill, of course, which is now changed into Beverages with Bill. What else? Did the podcast clinic, did the Bill Reads Bad Views one, you can kind of call that one. Oh, God, what else? There's going to be more. There will be more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, been, there's been a lot, to be fair. But it's, I, I just do it because I just think it's good fun. And if something, some things work and I continue, oh, yes, sorry, the other one, um, Explain It Yourself, which is finished. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that was an idea that I thought would really work. And, it just it had there was some alright episodes, but it just didn't work as well as I, uh, I wanted it to. If that makes sense. Or maybe I need to tweak it and go back. But the defend it yourself seemed to be quite popular in terms of the listens were alright and people were wanting to do it. Yeah. Like, I mean, what are we on fourteen or fifteen? I think with the ones that I've got waiting to go out, and people seem to really gravitate to that because everybody's got a film that they that everybody else said, oh, that's awful. Batman and Robin, that's kind of where the idea came from. Yep. I've no doubt this podcast would do it as a full thing. I, I didn't look. But I thought, oh, there's something in that. And then I obviously defend it. Yeah, defend it yourself. Yeah, all right. That sounds a good idea. And people seem to like that one. I'm trying to think of there any more. I don't, oh, MCU it yourself, of course, which is gone. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> um, that went onto Patreon and then I couldn't be bothered doing it anymore because I don't want to do it. There's, <laughs> okay, so not to plug my Patreon, but there is another side series that people won't have seen unless they've been on. It 
MCU it yourself. So it's the only time I've changed it, and it's it's not an it yourself. It's <laughs> I haven't done this yet in a recording because I'm due to do the second one. But it's uh, you know how you have the whole oh, review it yourself. The new series, the patrons is called. Eh, now it's special. That's that's the new series for them. So I'm doing John Wayne's going to be a lot of them, but some classics. I did Hondo 1956, I think, or 57. That was great. God, they don't make them like that anymore. Nope. Like, what a film. So I think I'm going to be doing like the sisters of KTL, the sisters of KTL and stuff like that. Doing all these. I've got like 15 John Wayne films to do. Then I thought, well, what else can I do? And I think I'm going to go back and do a lot of older films yeah. because I think we've taken a bit of a misstep. I think we've gone down the wrong road with films, but I won't get it. Everyone knows by now for listening to my podcast, we were doing so well and we've lost our way slightly. So, Oh God, is that all of them? There's bound to be, there's bound to be, God, I didn't realize I'd done that many. I think that's it. I hope that's it. If not, it's embarrassing. If not, but that's that's to keep your interest, though, isn't it? And you're just experimenting yeah. with the with the format, and you're trying to make it more for you. Because essentially, if nobody's realised podcast, you don't really get that much out of it unless your name's Joe Rogan or whatever. So a lot of it is about you having fun doing it. So you will tweak here and there. Well, you've you've got to, and I think unless oh god, I'm going to mention Bill again, but unless. Unless, or like yourself, Marv, unless you you hit upon a format or something that were like yours and Bill's are very similar in that you know what the point is. Like that's yep. the joke, no point, right? With mine, you know what the point is outside of films. Like it started off, it changed. It was only, well, I don't, I can't believe I forgot to say this. It was, it was going to be films I'd never seen ever, yep. and that lasted about six episodes before I got fed up. It probably didn't even last that long. Because you know you want to talk about the mummy and you want to do the mummy returns stuff. So, so it, it, that finished. Then it was just going to be films. Then I thought, well, you like documentaries, the whole all the Titanic stuff. Yeah. Oh, that well, that's not really sad news, but I've done Titanic stuff. Then I thought, oh, okay. Well, if you're going to do that, oh, documentaries. Oh, I wanted to do the odd TV. Why don't you talk about still game? Right. Okay. So it's going to be TV. It's going to be films. It's going to be documentaries. And then I think then it, then it became about different sports because I did the explaining yourself stuff. So it just became all these different things. And I think, yeah, it probably is to keep my interest because, you know, you, you don't get a lot of feedback. You get them from podcasters, but you don't get a lot of, like, listener feedback. You might get the odd rating on Apple or, or you know, you can see people have starred you on, uh, what do we call it, like Spotify or whatever, but you, or, or good pods if you're lucky or pod chaser. Yeah. But outside of that, like day to day, you don't get a lot back. And I think you've got to keep yourself. Like, if there's ever a point where it feels like a job, then I think it's time to stop. And that that yeah. happened to me just before Christmas, or the back end of last year. I came very close to to, to finishing because I just thought my my ratings. Like I was, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was just the time of year, but the view, the listens just dropped off a cliff. Um, and I thought for for a good six weeks, and I thought, right, well, the interest has gone like. But then what stopped me was like, I wouldn't be able to talk to like, Bill. Well, not that I wouldn't be able to, but like, you know, you'd lose the, the talking to Bill and having such a good laugh and talking to Ben, film and talking to Sarah and Luke and all, all these, I'll mention lots of people later in my record. But, yeah. um, 
and what stopped me, and that, that's why I came back after Christmas and I thought, right, rename the breaking bill. Because we'd stopped doing the breaking bit. We'd stopped doing awful films. We'd started doing films we liked, like Armageddon and stuff. And there was, I don't know where the soda or the fizzy pop idea came from. Oh, I, I think it came from the decision reel because I went on there and they were drinking Arnold Palmer's. I'd never heard of that. So I made myself one and did an episode with Bill. And then I'd done a few episodes with where, what podcast trio with beers and lags and stuff. So I thought, oh, okay, let's do something with beverages. And that's where the beverages bill came from. So I thought, change that up, go for a different run. And then I thought, right, launch into the, ch- change change the patron bit a little bit and actually start putting, this isn't a good sell, but start putting stuff out regularly for the parents because it, it, I wanted it to be regular, but then I ended up doing all the public stuff. And I thought, no, you need to. So I'm trying to get that balance. But I launched it this year, I think, in the first week and a half. I'd done about eight recordings. It was just one, what it was just day after day, I, which I, which is good because it tells me I'm enjoying it. I yep. do that. And then I've got a couple of months where I know I can, because when I first started, I used to record and it'd be out the next day or the night. Yep. And then you find yourself releasing too much. That's not good if you clip that sound bite out. But then you you start like moving stuff about and you think, am I releasing it at the right time? This, that, and the other. So, I don't know. It just, it's trial and error. I, I, I talked to a podcaster once who was like, oh, I was planning for like six months before I started. I said, what do you mean? Just turn it on and start. No one's proud of their first episode. If anybody ever says, oh yeah, my first episode's great. Like, you're lying to yourself. You might've thought you were, you know, you, yeah, it's nice to look back on. Like I'd have deleted mine if it wasn't for the fact that we'll just keep it for. Unless it's Bill. Well, you that. He hit the ground running straight away. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Bill, does he rehearse? He's he's very slick, put it that way. He, not in a bad way. I know, I must say, like, because I know slick can be used. I don't know if it is in America. I know it could be used in a bad way. I don't mean it like that. Polish, that's a better way of putting it. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Like, he can go back and listen to his early ones. The only thing that's changed with Bill's though, and I did point this out to him, is when Bill first started, he didn't do his own opinions that took a while to, I don't know when he, I, don't, I can't remember when he started the opinion warning, but when he first started, he was very like doing what they said. And that was kind of it. And his personality like grows into the show. If you listen to it from like, as I went back and you listened from when he first started. So I think he started as a month before, no, not long before me. I can't remember. So he, he, he like grew into it. You can hear his personality comes to the forefront. Same with mine. If, if you went back and listened to it and looked at reviews, well, for one, I'm under a pseudonym, which is just a joking nickname. Yep. And I'm just, I'm so square in it. I didn't swear. I was the one who was going, made for a good dynamic, but I was the one going, is this relevant? Can we stay on track? So it's very different to what I'm like now, where I'm like, yeah, go for a tangent. Who's fussed? Because people are listening to it or they won't. Like there's a, there's a million film podcasts out there. I don't know if there's that many. There's a lot out there. So yep. people are going to listen for you, I think, because so that, that's what they're going to listen for the majority of the time because they can get it from a lot of other places. So I think that's part of where it co- I never tried to do anything to like, I'd love to be like, like Bill, you know, really enthusiastic. Yeah. It, it's not my way. I, I like the most enthusiastic I get is like if I review The Mummy and I like, I loved it. Or when I did Liar Liar, which was a solo review way back when, when I just did impressions all the way through it and I did the Here Goes and that, that episode starts with me because <laughs> it, it hasn't been listened to a lot, which is a shame, but 
go for anybody listening, go back and listen to the Lila episode because I start that by doing the whole W O R K like in the kids' voice. Now it starts yeah. with the teacher and that, and I I, I love doing that one because up until that point I was very kind of like talking through the films and I overused the word obviously and um and ooze and, and just thought oh, get on with it. Whereas now I, I I'm a lot more relaxed than I used to be. I was always very kind of worried about what you're saying and oh I said this and I didn't used to swear. Although I don't swear with Bill. No. It's like swearing at your gran. Yeah. I accidentally messaged him with uh, the F word in once and I, I felt so guilty. <laughs> I forgot. I kind of I forgot who I was talking to. And we were having technical differences and I said, oh, this effing thing. And I was like, sorry, Bill. Sorry. I'm so sorry. But yeah. But um, you just reminded me, actually, you know, you were talking and then I thought it reminded me about eventually Bill got his staff for the show eventually <laughs> that that that, yeah. that started you know with him with him going off screen off going away from the mic and going hey whose joke was that who wrote this and yeah. this sort of thing oh uh, yeah and then there was a cracking episode of yours cracking is an english thing by the way um but the cracking episode of yours where you actually did that and it was like you, you you had bill's staff in the background and you turned you turned away from camera and did the whole bill thing so you did the Bill impression or the Bill thing before December. Yeah. Oh, it was a, yeah, that was a while back, I think. Was that when he was off? I can't remember how it came about. But I think I just jokingly, I was trying to come up with how to do something, I thought. And I listened to it, and I thought, that's a really good idea. <laughs> so I just thought, I'm just going to steal it. Like... <laughs> and it's all like don't know oh, they're back they've gone to america damn it like that was the, that was the the kind of but i don't i don't mind doing silly little things like that because it, it's it's very it's it's not a bad thing but it's very kind of i'm trying to say rip rip offable which isn't a mm, word yeah it's it mimic it's very easy to mimic bill's podcast it's it's like it's you know what beat he's going to hit but I, I love the more he does them. I've not said to him yet, but the more he does them, the more his own personality is coming into it. And I, I like the most recent one where he's like, he's even poking fun of his own jokes, yeah. which is how his most recent episode ends. And Dave, get off the table. And like that, where did all that come <laughs> yeah. from? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> you know, you're driving home laughing, laughing at yourself. Peter looking at you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's, it, his episodes is good fun. Really enjoy him. Yeah. I'll I'll go on record. I've said this before. So uh, review it yourself. Uh, Stu World Order and Bill Reads Bad Reviews are the three shows that I love to listen to on the way into work or back from work because it's just pure joy throughout, and you get the you get all the the laugh. You know, I can't stop giggling occasionally as well. <laughs> yeah, what was oh, I remember? So this is what you. What you th- when you get feedback as a podcaster, I don't know who it's from. You're like you're really a jerk. I remember, I can't remember. Oh no, I think it was the not Bill Reads where you he sent me a message or, or commented saying uh, I spat my coffee out or something like that, and I thought oh, that that'll do. But, uh, but that's all you want. Yeah, you just then you sent me a message, didn't you? Recently, and you said something about Marv. When you're listening to this one, just just make sure you're not drinking your coffee at the same time. Yeah, I well yeah because I listened back to it. And, <laughs> Because I don't, I don't realize like my job is talking to people is as far as I'm explaining. I, I meet a lot of people through the day and I talk to them and give them advice and all this. And so I'm used to talking to different people. And but I, 
sometimes when I say something, I don't mean it to sound as it does. Or what, So when I listen back, because I try and listen back to it as if I'm not me. That sounds a bit weird, but I try and listen back to it as if it's just an episode I'm listening to, which yep. is difficult, of course. And sometimes I hear it and think, what do you, like there was, there's an episode out there where, and I, uh, this was not meant to offend and it did, did, but it, it came out something like, I was trying to explain it. I was quite new. And I think I said something like, oh, well, oh, the guy walks to the door and answers, the, well, he doesn't walk, he's in a wheelchair. So he go, and that's, and I, I remember listening back to it and I was like, and I had no idea like how it had sounded like, but it wasn't, and it sounded like I was trying to joke about it, but I wasn't. It was just the way I'd gone. So he walks, no, he doesn't walk over his wheelchair. He, he goes over the door. And I just thought, what do you, what do you do? What is, it's just the way I describe I think sometimes there's one, there's one, I don't know when this comes out or when it'll be out, but I've just reviewed Rob. Oh God. <laughs> I've just reviewed Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 with Clayton from Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies. Yeah. And dear God, it was it was so bad. I changed my intro. Yeah. I I do the the most horrendous analogy you've ever heard in your life. Um about Rob Zombie. And oh, honestly, it's it's don't drink when you listen to that one. Like, cause I, 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 I was so, I was like irritated with how bad the film was. <laughs> and you yeah. could hear it. It's yeah. That was, that, that should be an interesting one. Cause you don't realize how irritated I was like, and, and bless Clayton. He was trying to, he really likes it. And he was like, well, you know, this bit and that bit, and he's always a joint to talk to. And he, he was trying to like defend it, and you could hear me going, "No, no, 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 I'm not having it." Like, yep. well, he tried something different, and then I, then after he says he tried something different, that was when I go off on one saying, "What?" And I won't spoil it, but it's listening back. I was like, "What? What are you doing? What are you talking about?" So yeah, we. But that's, or sometimes when I don't realize how other people have said something, and I've either missed it or, at some of the joys you're doing it with Bill because. Sometimes he, he says something. Oh, when I did, when I've done episodes with uh, with Ben from Film Fuggers as well. When when I started an episode on his, and I started saying, "Oh, it was War of the Worlds." We did on on Film Fuggers, and I tried because I like to be I like to be well informed. Yep. But I started talking about American football teams, I think, or baseball teams. See, so I can't even get that right. And I was, and I went, oh, is it New York? And then Ben's like, don't embarrass yourself, Sean. And <laughs> so that that was like, yeah. And I didn't catch that at the time. I was just like, oh, whatever it is. And listening back to it, I was absolutely killed me. So I just, I like the conversation with people. And if if I'm, I've got, I've got a, a few brothers and sisters, but I've got a brother who is naturally very, very funny. Yep. He, he just is. I've been told, and I think it's true. I'm funniest when I'm not trying to be funny. When I'm just either losing yeah, my I temper. I get told the same. Like if I'm lo- if I've lost my temper or not lost my temper, but if I, if I'm annoyed at something or I'm like passionate about something, people have said that's you sound really funny, and I'm like I don't mean it that way. Yeah. You know, you've got to watch yourself and work. But <laughs> people have said, did you mean it that? Oh no, I did. Like oh no, no. Like oh, I was really funny. I'm like no, I'm not that clever to come up with that. So I don't know. I just I forget half the time. I'm. Like now, I forget it goes out to everybody, so it's going to be a shocking point if if it ever picks up and does anywhere near you know half as well as other things. And people are like, "Oh yeah, you talked about this." I'm like, "Did I? How do you know that?" Yeah, good fun. I do enjoy it. You know, before we go to this first listeners question, 
I'm I'm chomping at the bit here. I've got a couple of suggestions for you. Are you you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, of course. So first of all, you could pre-record some Christmas episodes with people so you can put them out over the Christmas season. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'm meant to. I've done it backwards. Halloween episodes are now coming out now. Christmas episodes are coming out now. Well, they're not. I hadn't done them, but I started to do Christmas-type films now and then... So it it was supposed to it was supposed to but I, I was like I said it for Christmas I was a bit like oh I don't know if I'm going to keep doing this much longer yep. and then I thought right have a bit of a break for Christmas and to be fair I, I went I went away in December didn't know I was going away that's a whole other story and ended up going away for God, eight days whatever it was um oh it was beautiful hot hot weather in in December so I came back like a week before Christmas so. A lot, I, I, no, I, I tell a lie. I was supposed to do the Grinch with the right. what, podcast trio, and I, I think it was not very well. I was meant to do what else was I meant to do? Was I going to do a film with Ben? Or were we going to do something Christmas related? And I had a few, like two or three things, and then it just never really happened. So I was meant to, but like you said, you know, you asked me earlier about planning, I don't really yeah. plan. No. And I'm one of these people, I've always been a bit belligerent maybe, but I'm one of these people, like if everybody else is doing, like everyone's doing Home Alone, 25 years of Home Alone or whatever, yeah. and they're all doing that, I'm like, oh, yeah, but I've just been to see this National Theatre Live about, you know, Leopold Stat and the, a Jewish family. I'll go, I'll go watch that and review that instead. Loved that because episode. Think, uh, well, you know, that's come out of nowhere. Hmm. And I'm going to be doing more National Theatre Live. I'm going to see, what am I seeing tomorrow? Oh, what is it? The Crucible. Yes. The show in the Crucible, National Theatre yeah. Live, The Crucible. The show in, I'm going to go see my first opera. It's National Theatre Opera. Yep. Uh, it's not the major figure, but that's on. It's, oh, what is it? My auntie sent me it saying, oh, this is coming on. So I like to do, you know, Alien and Aliens is coming back in the cinemas. Yep. I'll be probably do those. Oh, well, I've agreed to do the Alien series, kind of. Um, it won't be Xenomorph at yourself. Although that is quite a cool mm. title. But uh, yeah, sorry, anyway, go on. Sorry. Um, so I tend to, I just, I don't know, I flit about all over the place. And this other suggestion, are you ready for this? I, I think this is a cracker, this one. Ready? So yep. introduce Bill to old British series like, you know, uh, Porridge, Dad's Army, uh, It Ain't Half Hot Mum, that are specifically British, that you know damn well that he's not seen. Oh, can you imagine Bill Review stepped on son? Yes. Because the Americans yeah. like yeah. love Sanford and Son, don't they? And think that, and I've, I've heard it's good, I've never seen it. Yeah. But stepped on son, oh, I'll tell you what I'd love to get Bill to do. I yeah. don't know if he can get a copy of it. I would love it, and I only saw this the last few years. I've got the box set. Um the rise and fall of Reginald Perrin. Can yep. you imagine Bill reviewing that? So yep. yeah, I probably need to definitely get him to do maybe, maybe do maybe pick an episode and say, oh, we'll review this. Because it'll either go well or it won't. But I've I'm bringing another dimension in with my Bill yep. uh recordings in the next one we're going to do. So we're going to review oh, Angels of Fall and finishing the flipping Gerard Geraldathon, whatever it is. And um <laughs> I've got a quiz about Texas. <laughs> I haven't told them what it is. Like all these strange facts about Texas and what's this and what's that. I, ju- I just want to see him squirm. I think it's going to be good fun. And he- he's always up for a good laugh. 
Um, oh, there's, there's, yeah, there's lots coming up. I do, I do like that idea though. I will, I will. We see me and Bill have got that many things like, oh, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll do this film. And then you find out he hasn't seen Volcano. It's like, right, get this in quick. Yep. Yeah. Right. We're leading into a question. Ready? Yep. Hi there, Marv. It is Stu from SWO Productions and the Stu World Order podcast. And I, of course, have one question for my uh, good buddy, Sean, and it does not... It does not involve Batman and Robin, though I, I suppose it should. We should always talk about that. But my question for Sean is, Sean, how many more show ideas are you going to have by the end of 2023? Because I think you're running yourself a little ragged. Review it yourself, defend it yourself, visit it yourself. What else yourself can we look forward to by the end of this year? All right, that's all I got for you guys. Thank you so much for letting me come in with my question. Both of you have a fantastic show, which I am sure you already are. Don't you think, Stu, has like the most amazing... Don't you think he, if he was born in the 1930s or the 1920s, he would be like a radio presenter in the 40s? You know, like, yep. you know, like, oh, he'd have been great. What a great question. Did make me laugh. I was expecting him to say Batman and Robin, but all right, Stu, thanks for your question. Absolutely spot on. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, see, this is the difference. This is the difference, right? If Stu was British, he'd have said, you know, it's wearing a bit thin this now. You're taking the mick out of us. But he wasn't. He was really polite. and was like, you know, you're running yourself a bit ragged. Well, <laughs> there, were, there was an idea that actually was originally meant to be a joke. So I, yeah. I'm doing the Visit it Yourself series, which is Battlefields. There's only one out, but I plan to make that more of a regular thing whilst keeping the quality up as far as I can. But there was a joke that I was going to <laughs> do a series called See It Yourself, as in yep. The Sea. And it was going to do, because there was a there was a battle that took place off the coast of, like, the Humber, uh, oh, like, kind of Yorkshire, anyway. Uh, the, the northeast of England, a bit. That was actually between the navies of England and America. And I thought, oh, that's that's got to be worth doing. And that came from somebody at work who'd been to a memorial for that battle and said, oh, Sean, you like history. I went here and I went, oh, I've never heard of that. American Navy. American, oh, I'll have a look at that. So that was originally a joke. But it is something, whether it'll be 2023, who knows. But I'll definitely do that. Even if it's just a shot of the sea and some nice cliffs and me talking. That's how I plan to get the rest of the world in. Like, oh, look at these nice pictures. Look at this lovely field. And then hit them with the history. That's my idea anyway. So yeah, great question. Oh, there's there's loads, Stu. Oh, I can I can ring this out like you wouldn't believe. See it yourself. Also, I've literally at a certain point you, you start coming up with things as a bit of a joke. Thinking, oh, what can I do now? What could I do? It's it's yeah. L listen to it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad one. I did, I did have an idea to try and make the the show a little bit more actually live up to its name. In that, I would get people to send me like their opinion of the film, but I get that from my guests. Yeah, and it it's a lot of work. I like to be you know a not lazy, but I like to make it as easy as I can. So yeah, oh, there's there's loads there's loads to do. I haven't done doing it yourself yet. So I've no. got to com complete the complete the set, haven't I? 
Yeah, I, I can I can see that now. You know, you'll go, you'll have video footage of yourself going into IKEA and picking out what you're going to do yourself, and then put it up in the back room and be cursing there, trying to find the bloody Allen key. You know what I did once, and this never, it, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I had to scrap it. But um, I actually recorded. It was through my phone because it's the only way I could do it. Yeah. I actually recorded an episode. It was meant to just be for Bill as a joke, right? I do talk to other people rather than Bill, and I'm not in love with him. Anybody wondering? He, he's just. I was going to send him, and I, I recorded my, an episode, but I was making like me, my mum, and my dad an English breakfast, but it yeah. lost its way because the bacon was really stringy. I couldn't find oil. Uh, I think was it my nephew came in and started talking to me halfway through it, uh, and it it just became a mess. I did an episode. I recorded an episode with my mum and my dad about Way Out West, which is one of the, the, the best on Halifax, one of the best films, one of the funniest films you'll ever see. Yeah. And <laughs> with my mum, and it got ruined because halfway down, my dad came down and he had a splinter in his finger and was looking for tweezers. So that got scrapped. <laughs> so I thought, like, listen to it. It probably would be quite amusing. But yeah, there's a point where you think, right, how real does this really, like how, how far do you push it? Oh, there's plenty of stuff out there. Don't don't you worry. Yet. But it's almost become a bit of a joke now. Like, what can I try? Because I'll 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 try any daft idea idea once. I will. Well, you could actually just just video yourself with your family watching television and responding to it a bit bit goggle box style. Yeah, a bit royal family. Yeah. I, I had that idea when I was in school. You had to do some kind of art project, but oh, I don't I don't think I was allowed to do it. And plus, it, it wouldn't have got the not that language wouldn't be bad, but. My, my dad would just wind me up, start saying things like controversially that he doesn't he doesn't mean, but he says it just to get my reaction. But I've 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 always wanted to do a series with my dad, right, for the podcast, which would be like one minute reviews, where I would because that's what my dad's reviews are like. Yeah, like he watched that Banshees of Inner Shirin, whichever one. A lad at work said, "Oh, and who's fa- the lad at work favorite film was in Bruges, right? Which is great. It's got yeah. Colin Farrell and." Uh, Brendan Gleeson in it. And he went to see the new, you know, the Banshees of Inishirin and he said, I did, I, I hated it. I thought it was awful. And then my dad, because I think, has it just gone on? What's it just gone on? Is it Disney Plus? I don't know. Yes, it's, I think it's gone on Disney Plus or whatever it's gone on. And I said, oh, that it's on here. Do you want to watch it? So I've got Disney Plus. And he said, oh, yeah. So he watched it. Oh, did he? I can't remember. He went to cinema. Whatever. He, he's seen it anyway. Yeah. I meant to ask, and because he, he gets reduced now because he's over sixty-five. We're not going to at the cinema anyway. I think he does. He saw it anyway. So he uh, he went to see it and he came back and I said, "Oh, was it any good?" Because he doesn't go to the cinema much. And he said, "Oh, he said, well, he said it, it, it was all about now, really." He said it was it was all right. <laughs> I, I laughed at a few bits, but. I said, "Any worth watching?" Eh, not really. That's what that's what my dad's reviews are like, yeah. and I can't do I can't do it justice. But I've always thought that would be good to do. My dad probably probably wouldn't want to do it, but that, that's what my dad's reviews are like. And the annoying thing is, is nine times out of ten, he's absolutely spot on. He's absolutely spot on. The film we we disagree the most about is Inception, but he slept halfway through it. So I'm like, Dad, you can't fall asleep to Inception and wake up and expect to understand it. No. It's not going to happen. No. That that's another one now. You know, you you could have just 
whenever you do films, you could you could just get your dad's take on it and have that as a, just a segment in the show. Yeah, I should I should really because <laughs> he, but that we like he'll recommend we well like that he'll recommend a series to me or I recommended Dope Sick. Yeah, if anyone's not seen that, I said, "Oh, Dad, it's on Disney Plus. Like, do you want to watch it when I'm at work?" Oh yeah, yeah. So he watched it. I started Michael Keaton, brilliant, eight episodes and done, which is a big thing because my dad loves his series. He's watched more German, Finnish, Swedish, bloody Norwegian crime series than you shake a stick at. Yep. And 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 all sorts. He it, like German. We'll watch anything. And I said, oh, watch this dope sick. But the problem with watching an American shows is that sometimes they cancel them. Like me and my dad loved that series. It was called Awake with Jason Isaacs, where he yep. he's in separate realities. Great show. Cancel the bloody thing. So we try to find out. And I said, oh, no, Dad, it's eight episodes and done. And, you know, the Netflix dragging their series out and out and out and out. You know, Stranger Things amazing. And then you just drag it out. Cobra Kai amazing. Drag it out. You've got, I always check first. And he, he enjoyed it. He said, oh, yeah, it was all right. Which is which is high praise for my dad. So <laughs> don't get anything easy. We'll, we'll like that. We'll always recommend different things to each other. When I was younger, you'd, you'd like you'd watch them, you'd watch them together on a night or whatever. But yeah, I, I work now and stuff. So, well, so you're a lot busier and things. So no, it's so we've all we've always been just in films and TV shows and but very straightforward in terms of like, if I don't like something, I'll like, I'll tell you why. And I've no doubt anybody making a film, even the movie 2017. I've no doubt everybody making that was trying to do the best they could. Like, it's not like they were trying to make a bad film. They just so happened to make just this horrendous film. It's not their fault. Um, and if someone loves it, great. But I've got my opinion about it. And you're not, it, I'm not going to be swayed on it. Because I don't like, yeah, but I'm not, I don't like a film. That, that's about it. I'm not, I'm not going to kind of sugarcoat it. I'm not going to be like positive about it. I'll just say, well, this is about it, but the rest of it was terrible. Because I love, I love when people do that. Because you see it all the time, and you can some on some podcasts you can hear it. Because I try, I try and branch out and listen to others, uh, just, just to see what other people are doing. <laughs> and you hear people going, "Oh well, the the acting wasn't great, and the direction wasn't very good, the script wasn't great, but overall it was okay." And I think that's the whole film. Like, what, yep. what do you what do you mean? Like, you can't see the script and the pacing and the direction and the acting was bad, and then say well, six out of ten. <laughs> No, two, three at best. Like, what are you? Uh, but no, everyone's got their own opinion. That's what I love about films. Everyone's opinion is like so different. It's like when you get a great review for your podcast and then it's four stars and you think, uh, what did you knock me one star off for? Yeah, or, or like with me, because I've got, I've got two one-star reviews now. One's on Apple, one's on, what's the other one? Somewhere. And but neither of them left, like didn't leave a review. And I'm like, I love the fact I've got one because you know you make it when you get your first, your one star. But I thought you could have told me what it was, yeah. Because at least then I'd be like, well, you know, it might just be what you what you like or what you don't like. But to just one star and then run, so like, oh, come on. Just, even if it was like your accent's awful or you talk about Bill too much. I'll take that. I'll I'll take that. Oh, you, you like baked beans? All right, then. I'll take that. Oh, baked beans. <laughs> baked beans. Freaks the Americans out. I love it, me. I love it. One of my most, my most, like, interacted with posters when I was at work and I posted a picture of, I had beans with little sausages on toast. Oh, they lost their minds. Not just about the little sausages, 
or the beans, the fact the bread was toasted. Oh, it was oh, it was glorious. It was absolutely brilliant. And I think didn't you know? It's just funny. It's not. I don't go my way to annoy people, but I just thought because I thought, oh, I wonder what people are thinking. Of this tag billing yeah. it, and people were like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, it's beans on toast. Because oh yeah, I've said yeah. But speaking of Stu's question earlier, don't worry, Stu. I've uh, been it yourself. That'll be on soon. That'll be up. There's just something. I'll have to do something with beans and Bill. A podcast. There'll be something. Don't take it out of context, people. There'll be something that comes. I don't know what it'll be. I, I don't. I've said to him, I keep drinking all these American drinks. I need to send you a tin of Heinz. I sent him a spoon. I sent yes, Bill a spoon. Yeah. So, which came from, what's the most ridiculous thing I can give away? And it, I just got them as like a joke, just, you know, in case I got a lot of parents and I thought, what what's the most useless thing I can give away? Yeah. And then that, that was that yeah. that was it. Oh, I'm not getting a grave spoon. Because <laughs> yeah. I sent him the spoon. Yeah. I got a good screen grab of him with a spoon, didn't I, when he was opening it on the video and I got this screen grab of him and he's just like... His face, his face was brilliant. It was worth it. It was worth it. It's brilliant. Worth the postage for that, honestly, because I didn't tell him what it was. Oh, I'm sending you something. All right, right. Didn't have a clue what it was. Do you know so, what? We might as well go straight for it. Here we go. What's going on, Sean and Marv? Bill from BRBR here, obviously. And whenever Marv asked me if I had any questions for, for Sean to put on the show as an audio bite, I said, you bet I do. I got, I got more every day. <laughs> so I got two questions here. So Sean, first question is, you're a movie guy. I'm a movie guy. What's, what makes you tick as far as like watching movies? Like what, what, what motivates you like as, a, as someone who loves to watch movies, enjoy movies, and all kinds? Like, like my guy, you love movies from the Titanic to the Mummy, you know, two greats like that, all the way down to... Yes, Batman and Robin. Yes, I, I know. I, I had to mention it. <laughs> That's my first question is what makes you really tick as a movie guy? Because we all got our ticks here and watching different movies and which movies we kind of enjoy and which ones we don't enjoy. I'm pausing it there. Ah, good. I was typing it out so I didn't, so I didn't forget. What makes me tick? Ah, that's such a good question. I knew we'd have a good question. Carsey, Carsey has a good one. I, I don't know what what do you think he means what do you think i might need help with this man what do you think i'm not i'm being genuine about that what do you think he means by what makes me tick does he mean in terms of what films i like to watch or i think so do you have a specific i think he probably means do you have a specific thing that you go for with films maybe i uh, don't know not not the prequel trilogy but no, i'm joking i'm joking bill i'm joking uh no i, I don't I, I don't know i i was thinking about this because I knew I was coming on this. I have a, I, I really like films set in space. Yeah. Like one of my favorite films in the last, got 10 years, The Martian. Love that. I got the extended set. I like films with a bit of mystery, bit of conspiracy. Like I love films like The Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons. I like my documentaries. I like, I also like my dumb action films, Day After Tomorrow, 2012. I could watch those every day and I'd never get bored. Armageddon, Volcano, Dante's Peak. Oh, we'll be doing Dante's Peak, me and Bill. No, no, sorry, not me and Bill. Me and Ben from Bill, uh, Jesus. Me and Ben from Phil Fluggers. Um, I I don't, I just have a lot of films and I've tried to branch out the the cowboy stuff, John Wayne stuff, because my dad, my dad's dad watched that stuff when my dad was younger. And my dad watched a lot of cowboy stuff. I don't even know if he likes it or if he just watches it because he watched it with his dad. I don't know. 
but we watched a lot of cowboy films now he's younger and I, I remember you, you think about the first films you've seen I remember one of my earliest memories is not earliest of films is John Wayne's fighting on a roof with like a bad guy and they fall off the, the saloon like balcony and the bad guy lands like and it gets impaled on his bullhorn that's like yeah whatever film that is I'll, I'll no doubt find it when I rewatch it so that was always in the background um like like the Star Trek stuff because my dad my dad you know the Star Trek the original series is like on our baby videos in the background of that our football yeah proper football uh Bill and <laughs> so not handball I, no no oh yeah go Aggies you'll like that um so yeah I, I don't I don't know really. I I like things that are. I don't know. I, I like things that are. Well, that are good. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, it's a strange one. I, I I like James Cameron films, but I've got a very eclectic mix. When we come to films I haven't seen later. Oh, there's a lot on there. There's there's a lot like really, written. I'm like I know. I I do know, but I I don't know. I. If I flick through my set, I do like I like a lot of action stuff, but I also like I like films about mountaineering. I find that I'm terrified of heights, but I find that fascinating. I've always liked a good disaster film, love a good disaster series, aircraft investigation or sex from disaster or something like that. Always a family joke. Like, oh, you won't watch anything unless someone dies in it. Well, um, never been that hot into. No, like natural history. Like I can watch the odd Attenborough, but mm. it doesn't do a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, David Attenborough, uh, brother of the actor Richard Attenborough from The Great Escape and all sorts of stuff. Uh, he does like nature documentaries over here, planet Earth, or, like, all sorts for the Americans listening. Surely they know who he is, but you never know, do you? So, mm. see, this is me thinking I'm on my own show again. Sorry, uh, Marv, where was I going with that? I don't know, Bill, to be perfectly honest with you. I, If I watch a film and I like it, then... But then some films I just... I, I, I love. Um, I love I love Bond, except every film after Quantum of Solace I've, I've thought has been absolutely terrible. <laughs> Channel is a bit... A bit of a shocking thing to say, but I, I think they've been awful since then. L- love the Pierce Brosnan stuff. I, I love his Bond films. I think they're absolutely brilliant. It, it, Dying of the Day, it's not great, but... Still better than No Time to Die. You're yeah. not convincing me otherwise. Yeah. It was awful. Just Bond deconstructed out. Like it, nobody wants that. I'm sorry, nobody wants it. I don't know. I, I love my history. I love my history. So you know, films like The Pianist. There's some films I, I won't review just because of the subject. So I think it would be difficult. You know, the Pianist, Schindler's List. Yeah. They very very good films, but to try and discuss them, tough. When I did the Blackfish review with John from Sense of Shelf podcast, that was I had to script it out because you know as much as you know what fifteen people on average was listening then, somebody who knew somebody who died with all you know could have listened. So you thought you got to be very respectful, and I found it it was a good episode. It's strangely one of the one of probably the one I'm most happiest with in a strange way. Because I love, I think that documentary is unbelievable and brilliant. And I've watched that dozens of times. Given it's only, it's not that old. It's only a few years old. Yeah. I love that, but it was hard work because you're scripting it. That scripting out, you're writing out what you're going to say and researching it. So it became not as work. easy. I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I did work. it. 
right? Yeah. But I did try and balance it. I did nip. Uh, yeah, I don't like my like my war stuff to, to a point. So it just I don't I don't know. I'm trying to think. Try to think. I, I like all sorts. Absolutely. I don't really know what makes me tick. I just sometimes things click with me, and other times they don't. But I'd like to think I'd always give a reason as to why they do. Even if it's sometimes I'll admit, like Batman and Robin, like when I got got the video, my dad got me when I was in hospital. Just it was nothing major. Um, you, I don't know. So sometimes you kind of remember things and that nostalgia. So I, I get that. But I, but then again, I watched Conair for the first time last year. Right. And I love that. So I know, I know. So I still haven't seen Gone in sixty seconds. Haven't seen Leaving Las Vegas. I've got a lot of his to catch up on. Nicholas Cage's. Uh. Yeah, I don't know, Bill. I wish I had an answer for you. Hopefully, hopefully we'll find out. It's uh, I'll tell you what it is, Bill. It's trying to find the logic in the films. That's what it is. No, nah, I, I don't know what it is. I don't <laughs> know. Good answer. Good question, though. It, yes. Yeah, you, you knew it would be. I know. Perfect. That's why. <laughs> What's the other bit, then? And my second question would be, if there was a fellow movie podcaster, like a newbie, who's going to start up a podcast, a movie podcast, what advice would you give them? And um, yeah, and how to start up a movie podcast? And what, what's the best advice you would give them in starting a brand new movie pod and just to get them started on their journey? So yeah, that, thanks. Shout out to Marv for featuring me on the show and being able to allow me to jump in here and drop some questions for a Shawnee boy. <laughs> and shout out to Pods Like Us. Thank you so much, Marv. And thank you, Sean. And thank you, Bill, for letting me cross off item number 13 now on my yeah, bullet yeah. list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, podcast. Oh, God, I knew it was going to be a good question. Yeah, podcast advice. Don't, don't be afraid to have guests on and chat to people. If, if that's what you want to do, obviously, if you don't, then you don't. You know, I don't care what your politics are. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what films you love. I don't care whether you dislike them. Let, let's do it. You want to you review Signs, The Village? All of I seem to be in a bit of an M Night Shyamalan, you know, thing at the minute. People see it, the village, Lady in the Water, and I'm like, and because I'm older, that they're all right. Give them, yeah. give them another chance. Yeah. They're not bad. I can't wait to see a few of his other ones. But just go for it. Be, be genuine. Don't try and don't try and kind of. We all do a little bit. We all try and be a bit funny, but don't don't overdo it. I hope I don't. But just. And also, see, I'm going to try not to sound bitter, but don't ignore people. If someone messages you and says, oh, I love your podcast, I'd really like to be on it. If you don't do guests or you don't think that you listen to an episode and think, oh, that person's not really for me, which I don't think I've never done myself. Yeah. And you don't want to, or it's not your thing, or you, I don't know, you've stopped your podcast, or you're not very confident, or whatever whatever the reason may be. Just politely messaging back and just saying, Thank you. We would thank you for listening, but no, thank you. Because there's nothing worse than when you message and you don't get anything back. Because it's it, it's it. I don't know. It's not nice. It's not nice, especially when you enjoy the podcast and you're like, I love it. Like, and then you don't even get back a thank you. Or it's like, just, just, just politely decline. Is all. Is all. All I'll say hasn't happened a lot. I will be ninety nine point nine percent of people. Because Twitter is a strange place. We know this. It's it's not real life. It is odd, but in the best possible way. But but the majority of people have been absolutely lovely. Um, and also, I think I probably said this earlier. Just you want to do it, switch the mic on and go for it. Doesn't matter what you want to do. 
don't be afraid to change it either. Yeah. Be yourself. And, yeah. There you go. There's another, uh, there's another episode idea. Be yourself. Be, <laughs> no, no, be yourself doesn't work. But uh, no, I'm joking. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's anything else. It's probably, yeah, if you, if you don't know how to do something, ask. Message others and ask if you want to try an idea out or, I don't know, yeah, just just message them or if you're not sure what to think or you're not sure of an episode. I've done that before. I think I sent Ben an episode and said, "What does this, is this all right? Or ask your mum. If you're not sure it, it, how an episode sounds, ask your mum. Because if your mum says it's all right, it's all right to go out. I think, ah, what episode? did I do that with I can't remember oh yes I know which episode it was it was the episode oh god I can't even remember I'm mixing up who I did it with oh god it's gone on like no was it was it oh anyway I did an episode um, and it's about a. it's called How to Behave in Britain and it was a film made for GIs uh, who yep. came across in the second world war and it was no, this is an English pub and all this malarkey, but there's an American word for you. And then it, it changes partway through to be about race relations, which I'd kind of forgotten when I asked a person to come in. Anyway, I don't know how I'd, anyway, I hadn't seen it for a while. And then that episode, I had, you've got to be very wary of how you're putting things and discussing things, especially between Americans and, and British or English or whatever, because there's words we use that are different, homely. Homely does not mean the same here as it does in America. Apparently, it means like ugly or whatever. Where if you say someone's homely mm-hmm. here, that's yeah. Apparently, I've sort of been told homely. If you say a girl or a lady or a lass or whatever is homely here, that means they're really nice. They keep a nice house. I don't mean it's not an old fashioned stereotype thing. It's just the very nice. You know, the the house is lovely. They're really warm, welcoming. That's what homely would be to me. Apparently, it means plain in America, like as in plain Jane type hmm. thing apparently right. I've, I've sort of been told so you got to be careful with that one where was I going with that yeah so that was that was one of the, the one where I said to mom can you listen to this and tell me do, does it sound all right is there any because you're never sure how it comes across sometimes uh, you don't have a listen to this what does it sound like yeah so that that thing just take take people's people's advice and also don't <laughs> so contradictory don't be afraid to to ignore advice because when I when I got and God bless them they're only trying to help and they reached out and I thank them for reaching out because they, they cared enough to but what one was like well why don't you cut down the tangents and try not to you know I had a great idea uh, from Mark at a Visually Sunny Movie Podcast yeah. who said why don't you take out the tangents and make them mini episodes which I did way back when but the majority of them st- have stayed in now or I, I cut them because whatever I did it recently with Man and Bills. We did an episode and we he tangented me. He did it into a review of Avatar, The Way of Water. So that became like a 20-minute episode, which nobody seems to care about. It's got like no listens whatsoever, which is weird. Uh, whatever. I don't know. Um, don't be afraid to kind of think, oh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll keep doing it this way. Because I did get advice at one point. Someone, I don't think it was like being more positive, but it was something like tr- try and see the, better side of things more and I was like I was like well it's it's not like I go out to see the negative side of things but I'll just tell you what I think that's all I'm trying to do I'm not trying to like yeah, that's why I think people have film podcasts because 
when critics and things or whatever, when the writer review, well, what are they doing it for? Are they, are they get, did they get sponsored? Did they get VIP access to the next films? The studio, you don't know. And mm. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying the, the lie or anything like that. I'm just saying there's nothing in it for the majority of podcasts. This is not, there's no, oh, well, if I say this, I might get to this film. It, it doesn't premiere. It doesn't work like that. Microphone fell over. Yep. So, Boom shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Boom in. But yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, um, and yeah, I don't know. Enjoy it, enjoy it. See how it goes, and so I think a lot, a lot of people, quite a few people, seem to do it to help them through things, which is that's what you want to do, and that's how you want to get through things. Go for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's good advice or, or not, but just give just give it a go if it's something you you feel like you want to do. Go for it. And just because there's five million other film podcasts out there, I said a million earlier, they're going up already. Um, ju- just go for it. And if you don't want it, I don't know. You like Courage the Cowardly Dog and you want to do, an, you want to do a series on that, go for it. It's a great yeah. cartoon. Yeah. I'm, I'm, looking for, I'm looking for a podcast all about different curries. I think. Oh, someone, someone's got to do it, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it when I discovered, because of Darren from my guest list pod, that there's one all about um, Portaloos. He's there. I yep, called good. Get Get Flushed. <laughs> I bet that's great. I bet that's awesome. It's got millions of listeners. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. But, but you can't be much more niche than that, can you, really? No. No. Yeah. Well, that, that's... Yeah, I've tried to niche down with the... Uh, the battlefield stuff, but you know, you can only try. But then I wouldn't want to lose the the film. But to be honest, I'm doing it now because I just get to talk to different people and I get to talk to my my regulars. It's good fun. Like running the pub. Well, I'm hoping that the BBC will contact you soon because they need someone other than Dan Snow to do these shows. Yeah, yeah, they're not other than Dan Snow. That made me howl. I absolutely howled when you sent me that. I actually, actually, I was I thought it was that funny. I told my mum. I was like, "Mum, someone said I'm the Northern Dad Snow." That absolutely killed me. Uh, yeah, but he's, he's, I do enjoy his pro his programs. He did a great series. What was it called Battlefield Britain? Uh, mm. With his dad, yeah. his dad's Peter Snow. Yeah, that was a good series. And he's you can get some online, free and legally on YouTube. What does he do? Oh, if you have a look, have a look on there. He, he does like he's done some series on there, so they're well worth catching if you get a chance to. But I love Tony Robinson as well. Yeah, the Baldrick from Blackadder. He's I love his series Blitz Street. Oh favorite. yeah, Blitz Street as well. Yeah, Blitz yeah. Street. Got that yeah. on DVD. Uh, oh, he's done. I've got. I've actually got one of his books, which I think is kind mm. of a kid book, but it's like Kings and Queens of England, and it's hilarious because it's Tony Ross did the illustrations, which and it, it's hilarious to, to read because there's been that flipping many of them it's 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 tough to keep track well i think tony robin robinson i think he uh was at university and i think he studied archaeology i think so that's probably where that comes from yeah yeah I w- <laughs> yeah archaeology no i wanted to do that when i was a kid yeah that's what i wanted to be i, I don't know when it changed but yeah, archaeologist, which is, which is the most, that's niche, if anything. Don't know when, I don't know when I changed that opinion, but yeah, always love that. There's plenty of, that's a beauty living in this country, uh, the, the, the UK, there's so much history. 
ev- everywhere. It's ridiculous. I can drive half an hour away and get get to a castle that's like I don't know five six hundred years old. It's it's great. I enjoy it. Well, they're repairing the one in Newark. You know, Newark Castle that's being repaired at the moment. Is it? Yeah, because it's because oh, it's in such a state and. And and uh, I think a couple of months ago they started doing repairs to it. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. Be interesting. Yeah, I've been to New quite a few times. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to see how that comes along. Yeah, it was when I went to stay up in Northumberland uh, just for a few days last year. There was there's so much history up there. Like I went to the the Grace Darling Museum and I was went went to a few places. Where else did I go? Went to a few different things. No, I can't remember off the top of my head. But it was it was it was great. Oh, um, went to Berwick, Berwick on Tweed. Yeah, I should have done an episode there. I probably could with the amount of pictures I took, because that town has changed hands between England and Scotland. Is it like seventeen times or something ridiculous like that? Uh, that's a fascinating place. Like it's like a big walled uh, is it a city? Like a big walled town like York. It's oh, it's great. It's a very windy day though. I took a video on top of a hill with Ollie. There's like three different bridges across the river and they were all like marvels of their time type thing well apart from the 60s one i think but um and it was so windy and then it started shutting it down yeah that was that was good fun well uh, you know um we're going away from films here uh so newark when i was talking to somebody because we lived there before we moved to where we are now we lived there for a few years and I was there, I think, with my brother, and he was saying about it. He said, "But what what is it with all of these places being, you know, Kirk Gate, Bolton Gate, uh, Barnby Gate, and all these gates? He says, what is it with all that? And I said to him, as far as I know, I think you had the castle in the centre, and then outside of the castle you had these, like, um, you know, you had the walls outside of as well. And I said, I think these what are called what's it gate, Kirk Gate, Barnby Gate, Balderton Gate. I think they were different entrances to the to the outside of the castle, to the the grounds outside of the castle. I think they were the different gates or entrances and the roads that led up to those. I think that's what they are, I think. Yeah, as far as I understand it, it's um so there's an interesting you can see. So where I live in the northeast, a lot yeah. of places by the sea are called ending BY. So yeah. Whitby Selby, there's loads more. That comes from the Vikings because it, um, uh, places ending in Thorpe, Scunthorpe, there's loads more. And um, that's to do with like land and settlements, poor lands and things. And then you get things that are, well, the Romans, so play, like Chester, all those kind of this list lords tomorrow. Sussex, from, Essex. Yeah, all those Essex, ones. Yeah. That's all that's all the Romans. Then the French, this French stuff in there. Um obviously you go across to Wales, different different country, but the, the Welsh all their different names. You go up north, there's the Scottish as well. Because it always <laughs> always surprises people when when you say I'm closer to Scotland than I am to London. Because yeah. you know, the geography of this of this country, but yeah, there's there's it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating way to be. And then some places they don't have a clue, don't have a clue why they call that, which I, I think I think is hilarious. But it's it's a uh, it's 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 fascinating. And when you look at towns or cities, if you get maps from like 1925 and you look at 
places that are estates or housing estates, things like that now, or yeah. villages, uh, newer villages, and you figure out, oh, well, this place used to be called, this was so-and-so farm. Oh, they've named it part of that farm and part of that farm. So if it was like new, uh, this is made up, but if it was Newstead Farm and High Farm, they'll make New High or Stead High or whatever. Oh, that's the, And that's kind of how it started to work. And that's like the last hundred years. So, oh, it, yeah, there you go, Stu. There's even more in that. I just, I, I like knowing that kind of thing about places. And then you particularly find out about, about different hills that were treated and they thought they were religious and they don't know why they look like that. And why, because you find cairns that have been built across the North yep. Yorkshire Moors and stuff. So, and they've been there for thousands of years. Like, well, yeah, thousands of years. And it's, it's tough to get your head around, but it's, and then obviously you get mining as well, which changes the landscape. And, oh, it's an absolute hodgepodge. It really is. This is going to be a long episode, I think. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so, do you try to do as little research as possible then when you're doing your show? And is there a structure to episodes? Research, it depends what I'm it depends what I'm reviewing. I mean, we all we all go on IMDB, but even more recently I've gone away from that. Because I've thought, well, everybody has the same same stuff. So I tend to try and find so if uh, it's like some of the 90s films, they would bring out the making of. And I've yep. got some of the books. I've got the making of Godzilla, the making of Independence Day, the making of The Mummy. Of course I have. I've yep. got a Batman and Robin making of up there that I've yet to read. I try and get things that give you that bit more information about They don't really do them anymore, which is a shame. But you can get that. Uh, you can get things like that. So I try and do research in that respect. Or I'll go watch a. I'll go. I do a lot more. I watch behind the scenes stuff because I'm a big believer in DVDs and massive like. Yeah, and big cases of them, and I tend to watch those and think, "Oh, I'll watch this," and and then you could you could bring that in. But a lot of the time, depends on what I'm doing. A lot of the time, I'll just watch it, and you'll think, "Well, I'll just make some notes about what I thought of it." Like, like the beverages episodes, I just make notes, and I know through that it'll it'll come because you know you just gonna say, "Why? Why did he do that? Why did he hide behind the wall when he's the?" Because it's just it's too easy, but. And in terms of structure, don't really have one. The yeah. defending yourselves do a little bit because they, they tend to be a bit shorter, about 40 to an hour. And that only came from Zoom giving me a 40-minute limit. That's why those became shorter at yeah. first. And those tend to be, I try and ask questions like, oh, when was the first time you saw the film? Why do you think the film gets so much stick? Why, why uh, do you think it's because of this or this? So those are a little bit more structured. The visit yourself ones are going to be once I get another one of those done. But outside of that, no, they just tend to be a, a chat, really, which is why they kind of go a bit like this episode of Apologies. It's why they kind of go yeah. all over the place. But I think, well, if people aren't listening, maybe I'm wrong, but that's why I'm not doing very well. But I think that might be why people listen because they're the 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 you can you can what you can go on and watch a review. That's why I think a lot of YouTubers are successful, are because they just it's just them giving their opinion on something. Like there's no like pretense about it it's like oh i thought this was all right half the time i forget and think it's a conversation then i listen back and think oh god i forgot i recorded that <laughs> so i don't really but i do tend to go for about an hour now unless it's flowing really well yeah i tend to go for an hour because i was finding sometimes if they went over an hour i mean so oh my god the longest demand six i think i did a 
watch along of Titanic, which which I think was a step too far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found when they went over an hour or maybe an hour and a half, they, they started to lose the way a little bit to the point where I'm editing them going, how did I get here? What? Why? To the point where it sticks so far away, probably like when you edit this, but the so far away, you think, hang on, how do we get over there? Like this isn't, I'm losing interest in what I'm on about. So you think, right, take that out. But apart from that, I don't have much structure, which I think can it can bring people in. But I know it also, I, I do know it. Some people don't want that. I did, I have had things like, oh, well, do a shot of like half an hour so they know what they're getting. And I'm like, yeah. I, I know that works. We know from a certain Texan that that, that works and it's popular. Yeah, I'm not saying that's just why, it's popular, but that, that we know it works, but that's not what I want to do because I'd find it too restrictive. It takes me 20 minutes to get into a conversation, especially if it's someone new. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out like how they talk and their accent sometimes. And they're no doubt trying to figure out mine or different words. So don't have much structure. You might have noticed anyone. It's all right. Right. Since we can talk to each other, because we you know from the same country and we know what each other are talking about. I'm going to pause now, if that's okay. Because yeah, I need a tinkle. <laughs> Hold on. Mute it so we can't hear the toilet next door. I'm not into that, Marv. I didn't hear that, did he? Oh, that'd be a nice. Nice treat for you when you're editing anyway, Marv. It's the return of the big headphones. You've not seen Bills, have you? I have, but yeah, these aren't that big, are they? Actually, are they compared? No, no. 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 They're a bit, they're a bit nineties, nineteen eighties Cyberman, but they're not bad. Yeah, the 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 studio ones. These are. Oh, nice. What do they call? They call them cans. Ah, oh, these are just Sony's. These. Yeah. They're not great, they, actually. These are Technics. Nice. Like I'd replace these because I needed a new set. So I had, I, what are they called? Skull candy ones. Right. And then I thought, oh, I'll get some. I don't know what my dad's watching. I thought, I'll get some decent ones. And yeah. I got these in there. They're not great, to be honest. I'm so, you know, when you pay a bit more and you, and you think, oh, actually, I'm not. I'm not. Get, get Bill to send you a pair. I have to send it over on a tanker if it's anything like this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do you just love his, his his trivia Tuesdays as well, where you have to guess what the films are? Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He really does know what he's doing. I, I've I think I've got two, and the one he put on recently, I, I don't know what that is. No, but, I don't know what the one is that he's just done. No, I, I knew no. what the I knew Rogue One as soon as he started talking about it. Oh yeah, I knew what that was. Yeah, I think he I oh, might have mentioned to me done that, so maybe I'd leg up on that one. But yeah, his most recent one, I was like, no, I don't have a clue. I was going to guess, and then I looked at the comments and thought, oh, well, I don't know what, and I'm way off piste on this one. So I thought, oh, no, I'll just I'll leave him, let other people comment. But, yeah, he's. I'd, I'd love to know who the Ron guy is as well. I've been meaning to ask Bill, because he seems to commission a lot. I've been dying to ask Bill, like, is it someone, you, obviously he doesn't have to tell me, I don't mean personally, but is it someone you know, or is it like an actual listener? Because if it's a listener, like, that's impressive, because he's commissioned, like, I, commission, I, I didn't commission Bill, but I asked him to do an episode on a film yeah we'll see if he does that yet <laughs> she says like, oh you like this film bill i'd feel bad because i'd want to, i'd want to suggest something to him bad and then i'm like oh i don't want to do that to bill it's bill 
that was the whole that was the whole idea of my episodes. Yeah. But I was up see if I want to see if if we were ever to if we were to ever part ways, I'd be like, come on, Bill, let's watch Kez <laughs> something like that. You know, <laughs> start another What do you think, Bill? I I I I don't know, man. I got I, I don't know what they were saying. <laughs> kept kept turning to Maddie, going, what 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 it, do you know what they're saying? Yeah, I'd love that. But this this subtitle out for the Americans, believe it or Kez, which is just uh-huh. yeah, yeah, they have to. Uh, subtitle it because <laughs> he didn't have a clue what they were saying. Which I just think it's brilliant. That's a good film. That I've told him he needs to get Maddie to do do Mad Maddie reads bad reviews. Yeah, but she'd be great at it. He just know she'd be great at it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm I'm trying to doing the best I can to keep to keep Bill. The minute he goes on somebody else's, I think that'll be it. But uh, no, yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm quite because he does he does. He does pull out, especially his yeah. trivia stuff. So I am yeah. forever, forever pleased when he when he comes back because it, it's it they're great to do, and he's always always happy to to, to come back on. So it's it's nice. It, he's 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 a funny guy. It's it's strange. It's yeah, good fun. You might have noticed. Yeah. I might have mentioned a few times. Yep, yeah. yeah. There's a good bromance going there. I know it's just a gush fest, isn't it? For me, yeah. <laughs> Bill, Bill will be like filling up the sick bags. Bless him. Um. Anyway, so how do you actually record and edit the show? Then you were saying that you started on Zoom when you were talking with people, and now you've you've gone over to Zencaster. Yeah, I think I tr- I think I used Discord once, yep. but I don't find it very easy to use. Zoom was great because if you were talking to one other person, it was unlimited time and you could do it. It was under the free thing. And then they changed it to 40 minutes. And I thought, all right, well, and that was just playing havoc because you're just getting into it. And I'm looking at the clock thinking I'm going to have to cut these off in a minute to start anyway. So I moved to Zencaster and that's what I've used so far. I still use Zoom occasionally if somebody wants to record on that because I know not everyone uses Zencaster, but, Apart from that, that's that's what I do. Record it like that, and then edit it. I've just got my new microphone, which is good and it sounds a lot more like me. But but it, uh, if I knock the mic, you can hear it. Yeah. So I'm trying to to figure it out. This is the first episode I've done where I've just put it on its stand and left it. Usually I was holding it, but I think that was probably part of the problem. So I'm trying to figure that out, and then editing it. I just, <laughs> if I want to get to sleep, I put my own podcast on because it puts me to sleep. It does. It doesn't matter how good the episode is. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because it's my voice and my brain just doesn't want to listen to it. It just, it, off I go. Anyway, uh, if I want to edit, I, just, I listen to it um, f- through. I'll I'll edit it as I'm going. Yeah. Uh, I just edit it through. Well, I, I'm on Anchor, so I edit it through that. I'll like put it together with with whatever it's called, uh, Audacity. I use the free one of that. Try and put noise gates. I'm trying to fiddle about with noise gates and stuff like that to try and clean out the sound. And I'll, I'll, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah. And then I'll put it through Anchor and I'll edit it down. I'll make my notes. So, which, you, you know, I'll say oh, who I've been joined by and then it'll just be um, discussion points, raised questions, and then, I, I used to put quotes of the episodes, but I, I thought that was a little bit, I, I didn't want people to read that and then be like, I don't know if anyone does, to read that and then be like, oh, 
now I'm, I'm waiting for that. So I've stopped doing that. But it's quite it's quite a quick turnaround, to be honest. I mean, I've got, currently I've got five episodes edited and done, which is about five hours of stuff. And then I've got another episode that I think I've recorded, uh, I think I've edited half of, or 20 minutes of. And it's an hour and I just, I was too tired. So I've got that to do. Uh, but I haven't podcasted in a few weeks. I've not been very well. I cancelled yeah. two. I cancelled one tonight actually, because I'd forgotten about this. Because I'd got my days mixed up, so I'd cancelled. Oh no, it was one today, one tomorrow. Because my voice hasn't been up to it. It's the first day where, I, where it's still not really. Yeah. Um, and I've just been knackered. But uh, yeah, in terms of that, that's about it. It's quite simple. I, I don't. I don't worry. I don't worry too much if there's a little bit of like mic noise in it or whatever it's like oh well never mind i think my episodes sound all right i don't as long as i don't have like a shh in the background which i've which i've heard on some podcasts and you think that turns people off straight because it turns me off straight away when you hear yeah. that i think i can't listen to it because i can just hear that in the background um yeah it, that's that's about it if i have to split it up into a mini episode like the avatar or if i want to take out certain things that i will but it, it tends to be yeah, I know what I'm doing. But but then I don't know. I don't have like a set release structure either. I've got like a Mondays that will go out. And I was going to go back to two days. But then all of a sudden the, the players seem to have picked up. So I'm like, right, well, maybe just leave it. So I've got at least a month and a bit to do to, to like release. So, yeah, it seems seems to be doing all right. I don't tend to to do an awful lot after that once, once they're done. That's about yep. it. I don't think anyone is as ahead as Stu is with Stu World Order because that one, when you record with him, you forget when he puts the episode out, you've forgotten completely that you've even been on the show. Oh, yeah. Me, me when we did Batman and Robin, me, Bill and Stu, Stu's a pro, it's ridiculous. And when we did that, when did we record it? I don't know, what, beginning of the year, maybe? And it was like, oh, all right, guys, this will be out in July. We were like, what? What, like six months? Well, what, yeah. what do you? Well, you can't possibly have that many, and he, uh, but he does. Yeah, he, he does. Yeah. Um, but for me, I, I kind of want to get them done and edited and get them out. But it can work against you because if you put too many out, people are kind of not having chance, especially mine because they're not exactly short. Yeah, they're having to. Oh well, I haven't listened to that one and this one, and but I've so I've really tried to learn to no, just leave them where they are and release them as they come out, and try and give them. Give them each the what's the right word? Not the awareness. Give, give them the breathing room. Or yeah, something. Um, yeah. Give them the attention. That's it. Give them the attention yeah. they all deserve. Because uh, you know, I have people who return, but I also have people who come and do them new. I've, uh, I lodged it this year and thought, right, do you defend it yourselves and get some new get not not on purpose. Get some newer people in. And I think Paisley from learn German through music who jokingly says she's on the payroll now because uh, she's done quite a few with me over the past month. Like she, she said to somebody, Oh, podcast with Sean. So someone's just messaged me and you as well, actually yep. um, saying, Oh, well, I've heard about your podcast, which has never happened before. Can, would you like, so that I'm, I think I'm sorting out a review with them. So yeah, it's nice. It's nice that I'm amazed when people actually want to come and talk about something. Cause I would think a lot of people, maybe this is, an unconfident thing to say, but I, I always thought a lot of people would listen to mine and be like, "Oh no," because <laughs> I think podcasts, a lot of American podcasters and Canadian, they're, they're very positive. 
Yeah. Which, which I admire about 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 that part of the world where you know, they are quite positive and not all of them, but you, you don't generalize. But they've just got a way. It's their way. Like yeah. their thing is, you can start as like a, a, a waiter and you could become like the franchisee owner. Because I watch like Undercover Bosses, not love those shows. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, does that tell a bit too much? But anyway, I love those the American ones, and they have that real like American dream type thing. And I love, I love that. I like that kind of. Belie- I think it's brilliant to have. I don't think we. I mean, maybe it's because I'm from the north. I don't know. I don't think we quite have that here. It's just like just. Well, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to do. I want to be a director. Well, you're you sure. Like, why? Why not? <laughs> Are you sure you can do that? Mm-hmm. Which was a conversation I had, which was <laughs> at one point. But I'm I'm glad I got talked out of it. But yeah, it's things like that. Like, oh, what do you want to take a GCC? I want to take history. I want to take history, geography, drama, and art. Well, you can't take drama and art. Like, you can take a nice subject, but you need to take something else. So I then dropped art for French, which is yep. then the only GCC I failed. Uh, although I can speak a little bit when I went to France last year, I spoke. I could say enough to say good morning, good night, how are you? I could say enough to be polite. <laughs> so yeah, that's just what I mean. I think I think it's a, a different way, a different kind of outlook on life. And I'm not saying either one's right or either one's wrong, but it's just because I'm very diplomatic <laughs> sometimes. Uh, but it's just a, a very different way of looking at it. And I, I do appreciate that, but I would think it would affect. I can sometimes think someone would listen and be like, oh, you're always negative, but you know, be honest. I would never, it's like people say, oh, you'd be a good salesman. I'm like, I would, but if I didn't believe in what I was selling, I, I wouldn't, I'd be honest and say, you don't want this one, love. You want, no, you don't want this Hoover. Go buy the, go, i tell you what you want. Get one of them. Yep. Oh, do you sell them? No, I don't. But I only sell this. It's not great. Get that one. So I've never been a salesman ever. Yeah. Yep. Salesperson, sorry. <laughs> yep. You, you know, you know this hi-fi that's here for a th- for fifteen hundred pound. You'd actually be a lot better going over the road there and buying that model for seven hundred. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, I got that one. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, I got that one. Yeah. I heard about this one. My mate said it wasn't very good. Put a lot of stock in your friends, your family. If they tell you, they go off their opinion. Don't, don't. That's why I like a podcast because someone will tell you. Oh, no, nah, it's not great. That sometimes they're wrong. A lot of the times they're not. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm having issues with this microphone that I'm using because I listen back to myself and I think I'm very bassy on sound. So I think because I use famously use my old four track tape recorder as part of the the equipment for doing this, going really old school. I think I need a mixer or something in between because that hasn't got bass or treble so i need something to turn the bass down and possibly add a bit of treble to give me a bit more life i think if it was me i'd ask ben ask ben from film vloggers he's traveling the world at the minute so might be difficult he might not get back to you quickly but he's my go-to techie guy he repaired an episode my titanic watch along episode for me like three hours of it yep. because i you could hear i was listening to earphones and you could hear the film oh it was awful and he somehow managed to, apart from a little bit where I had to put a little bit of the original audio back in, apart from that, he, he salvaged that one for me. But as I said, it was a step too far. I don't think anyone wants to watch me, uh, listen to me uh, narrating Titanic, but I, I enjoyed it. 
That was good fun. <laughs> I could experiment with Audacity and see if I can just cut bass on there. Yeah, I guess I, I'm, I'm still I, I'm I'm so slowly trying to learn all this. Didn't even know a noise gate was about a month ago. Right. Ben said, "Oh, I've put a noise gate on it." I said, "You put a wall on it." And then I found out what that was, and then you told me about about, about that episode because this is the thing when I when I listen to an episode of Anchor, on Anchor, yeah, and I do all the mixing, it sounds fine in my to my headphones. When it goes on to Spotify sometimes and I play it through my phone, I'm like, God, I can barely hear me. Hmm. And then what's going on? And that, that was part of the reason why I got this. And I've, yep. I've also got a yeah, like a, a microphone holder on the way so that every time I record, I'm recording in the same place because I was always moving about and I could hear it and it annoyed me. But I, I don't think it's ever been as bad that it would be unlistenable. It's that I weren't, whatever. Um but it does kind of get on your nerves, especially when you have to listen back to it. I, yeah, I, I abandoned, ever abandoned an episode? O- only one when my guest's audio, she sounded like a Cyberman and I was like, it's gone, I can't do anything. And I couldn't, it yeah. was single trackers. No, it wasn't, tell a lie, it was, no, no, well, it was two different tracks, tell a lie. And I, I jokingly said at one point, should I just, should I just loop in an impression of you? And but I thought, and I thought how much work that would take, and I thought no, yep. <laughs> to try and match it all up. But yeah, so I have lost an episode, a full episode. Can't even remember what we reviewed now because it was just mm-hmm. unlistenable. And I also went on somebody else's, and it sounded fine, and it recorded fine. And then I listened to the episode, and my audio was horrendous. And I was like, "What's happened to that?" I don't know whether it was. I don't know what it was. Was it my equipment? Was it what they were recording on? I don't know. But you, could, I kept cutting out all the time, and I just thought, my God! I thought, I, I don't, and I messaged him saying, I don't know what happened there. So it, it's all part of the fun. If you don't have at least one episode just scrapped, then are you podcasting enough? Probably not. <laughs> I've had that when I've listened to myself as a guest on shows, and I've listened to the, the that show that I've been on. And I thought, oh my god, I sound awful on there, and it cuts out and everything. But you don't know this stuff's happening when you're actually no. the guest, you know. And yeah, because it happened with trimming the musical fat. I was on there for, I can't remember whether it was the one where we were talking about a Paul McCartney song, or uh, it might have been the one where we did the uh, we looked at the Diamonds and Pearls album by mm-hmm. by Prince. And I think that I keep cutting; it keeps going robotic sounding. Ah. Uh. Awful, isn't it? Because you, yeah. you've like you've got a good conversation there, or a great episode, and you think, what a shame! It's 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 ruined. The 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 one of mine, um, I had, you know what? I didn't realize I had it at the time. Yeah. It was the first time I recorded with Ben for film vloggers, so I was dead excited. Felt a bit under the weather, but I was dead excited because I was I'd listened to first podcast I listened to, loved him and Fiona, him and Ben, him and was Dan wasn't around at the time, but. I love that their dynamic. It's it's he he mourns. It's it, it's just it's what I find really really funny. I was dead excited to do it, and I recorded it. We did the Rock, great film, and I listened back. I've listened to it, Marv, because you wouldn't think it was me. My voice is like that, and I realized right. listening. But I thought, what's wrong? Is it my mic? Oh, my voice had gone, and because I, I'd never spoken to him before. Afterwards, when I messaged him, whenever I'd edited it, or whatever. I said, my voice is like, just gone. And he said, oh, I thought you were just like really, really northern and like really gruff. And I was like, no, that that's not my voice. I, I can't do anything about that one. 
that that's I saw the rock, the first episode I ever did it not with with Ben is is it's a shame. I can't I can't listen to it because it, my voice is just because of what I had, my voice yep. had gone. So but that, I mean that happened a week ago. So when I was recording Hondo and I kept coughing and I was like, Oh, sorry about this. And I had it again. So three third time was not a charm. Tell you yeah. that. So, but what? What can you do? It's, so yeah, to, that that was a bad one. That was it was a shame. I was so excited for that one, and then it was just I can't listen to it. And I honestly can't listen to it because it's and it's not like a technical issue. It's just the way my voice was. You can't change your voice, fortunately. No. Shooting impression well, of a Texan. <laughs> you you can try. You do a better job than I do. Don't know, like it was pretty rough around the edges. That one, get Hugh Laurie to do one. He does a good American accent, <gasps> doesn't he? Just and um, is it Daniel Kalua? He's British as well, isn't he? Isn't mm, he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and what's the other lad called? He was in Star Wars. Oh, I, I don't know my Star Wars, I can't remember what his character's called in the newer ones. Hmm. Finn, is it Finn? John Baluk. Oh, John. John Baluk, not Beluga. No. John, that one. He he does a good. uh, John Boyega. Boyega. Is he? He's English, was or British, or whatever, isn't he? Is he man? He is. He's British. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, we we. Jason Isaacs. He's done series over there. Yeah. Oh, there was one point where they were complaining. (laughs) I kind of get it, because when when Americans try and do English. It's like one of a, a brilliant film, V for Vendetta, brilliant film. Natalie Portman, when I watched that, didn't realise she wasn't English, except there's a scene in it, and and I, I thought in my old series we reviewed V for Vendetta because I'd never seen it, and it's when she says butter, she says butter, right, or butter, as the Southerners say. Oh, my God, it, you can hear it. You can hear that she's not from here. And it, it's just yeah. that one word. It's just that one word. And I know how ridiculous it sounds, but change it. Just, just don't say butter. Just butter. And it's like, oh my god! It's after she's uh, she's shaved, like he shaved her head and had her captive. It's when he brings her out. V brings her out and gives her breakfast and explains. It's in that scene, and it's like, oh god! Because at that point, I was like, hang on, is she? Is she really English? Yeah. And my mate was like, no, no, she's Natalie Portman. I was like, oh god, oh god, yeah, of course it is. And uh, the rest of the film, her accent is is spot on, but just that one, just that one little bit. Well, I will say, actually, I tell a lie. Uh, mm-hmm. Rennie Zellweger, when she played Bridget Jones, her accent's brilliant in that. Really, really good. To be to be fair to her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to say something about Natalie Portman. Can't remember what it was now. So music logo, um, yep. You, you, of course, being northern and being English, you've got to have Mister Blobby on on the artwork. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that came from an episode that I did with the Wait What podcast trio. Yeah, and the the tangent went off on about Mister Blobby and butter and all sorts of stuff. Funny enough, and. I remember when I came into the logo, I thought, oh, what can I put in it? Because I, I we talked during the episode. My, my, I think, I don't know how old I was, but I think my dad dressed up as Mr. Blobby for, so, was it? I don't know whose birthday it was. I can't remember. 
And I, like I screamed, and I, I don't know, you don't you remember something in your head? I don't, anyway, yeah. And that was just kind of the joke about, oh well, was it really your dad? I was like, I think it was. <laughs> Never took his uh, anyway. So, <laughs> and that was, and when I came to do the uh, the look, when I came to get the new logo done, because like the original logo with 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 the car was meant with the camera on top. Yeah, it was never what I originally envisaged. It was meant to be for reluctant reviews. It was meant to be me in the front because my friend doesn't drive, which was a running joke. I was in the front with like a frowned drama, like you know the the drama things you get on road signs. It was my face yeah. with it, like annoyed him, like on top of the roof, stick figures like with the smiley face holding his camera, and it was a brilliant logo and it was reluctant reviews and it was all about that. And then it had to be like very quickly changed. So it was never what I wanted, but yep. I liked it because it was different and it was purple and it stood out a bit. But then it got to a point where I thought I, I, I need something because it it doesn't match what it is. Yep. And when I, I thought, well, I've got to have Titanic on it, obviously. I've got to have the England flag on it. I've got to have the mummy on it. I wanted the face. Paul from SP Film Viewers did the logo. Yeah. And I thought, can I get Mr. Blobby on it? Thankfully, he's, he's English. So he was like, yeah, yeah, So that's where that came. I just thought I wanted something a bit quirky in there. And he's just done my logo for Visit Itself. So I'm, I'm really happy with that. So, yeah, on, onwards and upwards. You keep changing. But so I'm, I'm quite I'm happy with the new logo. It's, it's a bit different. I didn't yep. want, yeah, like, a podcast. I didn't want, like, a microphone on it or anything like that. I just wanted... It just look a bit like, oh, what's this? That was what I was going for, something that I liked. It's like your very own um, Sergeant Pepper's album cover. Yes. Yes, it is. I, see, I, could, I can't remember what my, my ideas were for it at the time, to be honest, in terms of what I wanted it to be. But I, I, think, I think it just came from like, oh, I want Titanic on it. I want this on it. I want that on it. I want the England flag on it. I think originally I wanted... Oh, of course, the point in you. Yeah. I wanted it to be, I was something like a Union, not a Union Jack. It might have been a Union Jack. But then, <laughs> and I did, I have said this off mic just to some of my friends who podcast from Scotland. I I thought, well, there's, why would I use the Union Jack? Like this all, or the Union flag when it's not sea. There's a bit of trivia. Mm-hmm. The people were using, you know, the, the Scottish flag. And I thought, well, hang on, if they're going to use that, I want to use. I want to use the English. I want to use the English flag. Then fine, <laughs> I use St George's flag. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted that in it. So it was going to be like the hand coming through that, and then I thought, well, I want the mummy in it. I want different bits in it. So that's that's what it became. And then when I came to do the the other logo, I thought, well, there's only one person I'm going to go to. So yeah, but but again, it came from Ben at Film Vloggers. He when he did his website, which he he. he Guy went through some stuff to get that website made. Um, bless him. He got Paul. Now I did an episode. I don't know when this is going to come out either. We did this months ago. I did an episode with him and Paul. I, I tell you, sorry, Paul came on uh, my show and did Dog Soldiers from SP, and he, he said, "Oh, Paul does them." And I looked on the website and thought, hey, "That's about the style I want to go for." So that's where it came from. So here we go then, confessional films that people, all people have watched, or a lot of people have watched that you haven't. Gremlins, haven't seen it, any of them. Surprise. I only just, I've only just recently watched the first Lethal Weapon, haven't seen the rest of those. I haven't seen, 
I've literally in the, in the past year, uh, I saw Rogue One a while years ago. I don't know yeah. why, just that one. I've only just recently watched A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. I haven't seen, what's the third one called? Uh, Return of the Jedi. Haven't seen that one. Nope. Haven't seen any of the prequels. Haven't seen any of the newer ones. What else? Oh, there's, there's loads of stuff I haven't seen. Like it's it's I haven't seen any of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle films that that like I've got those to watch. I have. There's a lot. There's a lot I haven't seen. It, to the point where it's like, have you not seen that? You love films. Like, I just haven't. I just haven't got around to, to watching them. Because I don't fancy them or whatever. What else? Oh, there'll be, be law. There's, there's, I've got, for someone who loves films, I've got a lot of gaps. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm doing my best, but, yeah. you know, you know, I mean. You've only got so many hours. Yeah. Haven't <laughs> you just. Did I say Friday the 13th? I haven't seen any of those. No. Godfather. Haven't seen, haven't seen any of those. No. no. Haven't seen any. What's the other one? Now on Elm Street, I haven't seen any of those. Right. Only just recently saw the Halloweens. I've seen the Exorcist classic. Yep. Seen The Shining. Uh, haven't seen A Clockwork Orange, which is always a big one that keeps cropping up. There's a, f- a few, like what people call classic films. But then I watch a classic film like 2001 A Space Odyssey and it makes me want to gouge my eyes out because it was just so bad. The house stuff's great and it just becomes bizarre. Like a baby in space. Anyway. What else? I slump. I saw that when I was about sixteen. I slumped, forgotten how bad it was. What else? Oh, there's there's lot. There's loads of stuff I've not seen. Like the Breakfast Club, I haven't seen that. Haven't yep. seen. Is it Parkies? Haven't seen a lot of those kind of. Only just recently saw Ferris Bueller. Yep. There's a lot of those kind of eighties film because it's it's just before. Like, it's, I just didn't kind of see them. I think there's a lot I've caught through the. I've never stuff. seen Ferris Bueller. It's all right, you know. It's good. It's good. A lot deeper than you'd expect. The parts. It's all right. It. I think it was probably of its time. I think. What else? But yeah, the Star Wars one's always the biggest one because. Yeah. It's what everyone goes to, and I'm like. Never interested. Never interested. My dad, so I never watched it. So. Yeah. Was never on. So it never, never became a thing I watched. Try to think. Oh, I'll think of Lords. I, I wrote down a few, but yeah, just. Can't think. There's, there's lots I've not seen. You'll get contact information later, people. So send him a message suggesting these things to him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Yeah, there's lots. So, how many of these should we go for? Should we go for three or five? Uh, let's go for three of your picks then for films that people should check out. Oh, trust me, do seven. Right, let's have a think. All right, you well, can do, do seven if you like. I already mentioned Way Out West, 1937, Laurel and Hardy, best, yeah. one of the best films ever made. End of story. Uh, one of my all-time favourite films, Touching the Void, 2003, about a mountaineering accident and like a story of survival. Um, brilliant, brilliant film. Um, absolutely fantastic. Blackfish, of course. Uh, the Da Vinci Code, 2006. Great film. Found out in the last year there's a Blu-ray extended cut, which I bought. Great. Same as Angels and Angels and Demons as well. Of course, The Mummy, 1999, and The Mummy Returns, yes. 2001. Yeah. Not the third one. Well, no, it's not great. 
I love the poster. I've got the poster somewhere. I liked it, but it was it was never as I watched it recently and I thought it was dumb fun. As soon as they recast Rachel Vice, to be fair, there's an episode that I did with Sarah from Wayne Horizon where the whole episode was our ideas for the Mummy Four, like a problem, like how would they do it? And we also talked about how we would fix the Mummy. I, I thought I think I came up with a good idea to fix the the third Mummy film. Yep. Um, Titanic nineteen ninety seven, of course. It's always going to be in there. Yeah. And also another film, I was thinking about films that I always say, oh, have you seen this? And people go, oh, no, what's it about? So the title of the film is a bit misleading, but stick with me. It's called The Assassination of Richard Nixon. Right. It's a 2004 film. It stars Sean Penn. It's based on a real-life story of a guy who wants to well, wants to assassinate Richard Nixon, but that his, his attempt is not right until the end. And it's been amazed how much of a true story it is. But the film... The majority of the film follows this guy in, I think it's 1974, follows him for a few years. He's down on his luck. It's a it's it's a little bit like um, is it falling down? Is that the one with Michael Douglas where he yep. a little bit like the beginning of that? A like where you can see he's just fed up with life, like fed up with life, and he get he gets brow beaten all the time. So the assassin is uh, Samuel he's called, played by Sean Penn. You can just see, like I remember the first time I watched it. And then the second time, but lesser so, the first time I watched it, you could feel yourself getting angrier and angrier watching it. Like he's trying to be a good, he's trying to be like a good guy. He's trying to get a job and see his kids and try and reconnect with his wife. And and I'm not saying he's a perfect guy. There's a lot of grey in there to one of those films. He's, you know, is he all good as he are? But I don't know. Certainly starts to lose it at the end, but he's trying to, you know, he's got a business idea and he tries any, you know, I, I don't want to start spoiling bits of it for you, but, his boss treats him a certain way, and it's it's one of those films that you watch and you can feel. I did I did review it way back when. I should probably redo it because probably didn't do a great job of it. But it, you just get more and more like annoyed watching it with him, thinking, "God, someone just give this guy a break to the point where he snaps." Not that it condones trying to kill anyone, of course, but it's it's a fascinating a fascinating film, and I loved it. But it's also one of those where you say, "Have you seen it?" And they go, "Oh no." That's another one. Um, was it Bill? Speaking of sad series, Stu, I think it was Bill who said to me, you need to do a highlight yourself, which is where I would go. I'm going to, this episode is going to be about this film that I think not a lot of people have seen and it needs a bit of recognition. Yep. That, 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 anyway, so that that's, that would be my my last pick. I've got more, but there, that, that one, if you haven't seen one, go see that one. I, I thought it was great. Well, you've just mentioned re-review it yourself. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I've done that a few. I've done that a few times. Yeah. I think yeah, definitely because I, I think oh, I, I didn't do. I did that way back when. I'll do it with somebody else. <laughs> Why not? My podcast. I think I've re- talked about the mummy on about four podcasts. So why not? And then I've been on other people's as guests and done films I've already done. But oh, if you yeah. like certain films, then then why not? Yeah. Why not? I remember I went on to Stu's and I did one of the turtle films on Stu's show. I'll have to do them. And he said, he said what, what's your first positive? And I said, they made a turtles film. Yeah, exactly. And, and he's like, oh, right. He, said, he says, yeah, yeah, they made a film. <laughs> so that was the fun. So go on then. Here we go with all the bigging up. What podcast do you listen to? <laughs> oh, God. Do you want me to be honest? Not not very many, but the ones that you do listen to occasionally. Yeah. yeah. 
the ones that you yeah. like to listen to? Um, to be fair, I listen if I want the decision reels pretty good. I've been on with those guys a few times. Yeah. They're always always good fun to listen to. The Wait What Podcast Trio, the guys from down south, they're hilarious because you just never know where it's going to go. And they just they just have no limits in the best possible way. Like, not nothing horrendous, but they just you just don't know where it's going to go. It just uh, they are hilarious, and they do a really eclectic mix. Like they did did stuff about the World Cup, and then they'll do other things about like top films like this that they do all sorts. It's great. Film floggers I listen to religiously when Ben bothers to put a review out. Uh, he'll take that in the spirit it's meant. He's he's travelling around at the minute. Listen to bills, of course. I'm always looking at, as I said, off mic. Oh, I'm not being whatever. I'm always reading reading your blog because it's nice to get feedback and it. And I like to. I've I've actually connected with a few podcasts because I've seen you reviewed them and then I've when I've read what you've, you know, transcribed of. Oh, that sounds interesting. And I've gone mm-hmm. and listened, but I don't I don't listen to an awful lot. That I listen to um, the Nerdstalgic podcast. Luke, yeah. he is one of those people. He has no idea. How naturally funny he is! Like he's he's just brilliant. He did to the point where he did he did the Narnia film series, and I listened to that in the van at work. It was I was on my own that day, and oh, I was absolutely it killed me, absolutely killed me, yeah. and I thought this is absolutely hilarious. But yeah, I don't think he knows, and it it'll, it won't take him long. He'll it, start flying. Honestly, he really will. I like listening to who else. I like listening to the odd Titanic stuff. There's a few collab uh, like collaborators that yeah. that I uh, I talk to, but it I, I don't listen to an awful lot now. I know it sounds a bit odd, but because I'm always trying to sort out my own stuff, I tend to listen to episodes from people before I have them on. So I had the Almost Presidents podcast on uh, Ryan and Kevin, the brothers. How yep. I meant to say it them at the time, I couldn't do a podcast with my brother, either of them, and. Um, I just I don't know how to do it, and I listened to one of their episodes about uh, RFK before, and I thought, oh, this is this is going to be good because I'm not, I know bits but not loads about American politics, and that was really interesting. Let's have a think. I, yeah, I don't, I don't tend to listen to a lot, to be honest. I l- listen to the odd Weird Horizon episode. Uh, I listened to Sarah's Men in Black series, yep. which wasn't about the film. She reviewed the film on my podcast, part of it, but. Uh, Another shameless plug, but she yep. did about the the original um, the stories that that film got its inspiration from. I think it was a comic series yep. where people said they got you know these anonymous government agents who would turn up and be like, "It might be worth it if you don't continue this line of inquiry," and yep. it, it's not a threat. It's just, it's just it, it would be best if you stop pursuing this line of inquiry, and and it, that's kind of where it, people they never identified it. So that's where it kind of came from. So, yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I don't. I, I, I do catch the oh, there's a there's a brilliant episode of uh, the Walk the Line podcast yep. that Ryan Walker did, where he got a guy on who was meant to come on and talk about his band, I think, and they, then the guy just launched into all these conspiracy theories, and it is one of the. It's you couldn't make it up. Like if you'd have asked somebody to come on and pretend to do that, or it's it's hilarious but fascinating to listen to. I'll have to try and find out which one it was, but oh, that that was hilarious to listen to because it's just like, oh my God, this is this is what you th- you actually think about. This is what you think. 
It yeah. fascinates me. I'd never say it to someone like, you're wrong, but I just think it's fascinating. Is that actually what you think? Brilliant. That was a great one. But I try, I try and listen as much. I tend to do it when I'm like driving like home from work. I don't do it into work, but back from work I'll do. Or if I'm if I'm coming back on a plane, I'll listen to, which isn't very often, admittedly, but barely. But I did that. So um, I'll, I'll try and listen to a few. I'll, um, I'll do my best. Yeah. But then sometimes it comes from, it's like I don't know how uh, Clayton and uh, Sean's podcast, Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies, appeared. I don't know where that appeared. And I was like, okay, that that's exactly what it says in the tin. Let's let's have a listen to that. And then in, in the first episode, they mentioned Weebo from Flubber, and I started crying, laughing in my car. Mm-hmm. And I thought any podcast that can mention Weebo from Flubber, I thought, yeah, okay, they, I'll have a listen to these guys. And then I think the uh, I reviewed what was it, Anna in the Anna in the Apocalypse. That's a Christmas film yep. on their podcast. Clayton's been on. I'm going to do the Alien series with Sean because he loves those. Don't think Clayton's a fan of him. So I, I will, I honestly, I'm not, like, I will literally, it doesn't matter if I find something interesting, I'll be like, right, I'm going to talk to these guys. Like, that's why I said before, I don't I don't care, like, what people's politics are. That's the whole, like, thing behind the no politics. Like, if, if that's what someone wants to talk about, like, not yourself out, but I can't be fussed with it. Like, we talk about it enough in life. Yeah. And then when it's in other countries' politics, well, it, it, it doesn't really, I, I wouldn't start talking about <laughs> what's going on over here because I don't think it's, it's not relevant. No. So but I'm not bothered in that. I, I, my thing is right. Cause I, I know I've talked to people who are com- totally on the other end of the spectrum to me in, in every which direction in terms of the politics. So I don't, I'm not bothered. <laughs> Why is that advocating her did one? I'm, who, who cares? I, who care? yeah. I don't care. Sure. You voted for them. You did. I don't, I don't care. What you vote. I don't, I'm not bothered. This doesn't just mean the slightest. Like, but I tell you what, let's, let's review, I don't know, flubber. Oh, <laughs> You know, I, see, this is the thing. I've got so much more to do. Haven't done the Back to the Futures. Haven't wow. done. Haven't done the Home Alone. See, the Home Alone's a special. The Home Alone one and two in my family are special, so they, yeah. they'll be saved. Probably my swan song. Um, but yeah, there's there's loads to do. Loads. So there we go. Podcast listening. So where can people find you and get hold of you if they want to? <laughs> so yeah. Um, so I'm I'm Sean from uh, Review Yourself. Well, oh, Review Yourself. You can find me. Yeah, the the, uh, the eponymous sigh, which again came about by accident. It's not in my original episodes. I just I just I don't know where it came from. It was it was meant to be the opposite of what a lot of film podcasts are, which is very enthusiastic. I thought, why don't I? Why don't I kind of take? The, why don't I do the opposite to that and just be like, oh. As in, like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. Oh, here we go again. So you can find Review it Yourself on pretty much all your podcast platforms, I think. If you're finding it that I'm not on, let me know. You know, Apple, Spotify, Good Pods, Podchaser. Uh, Twitter, it's at Yourself Review, because I couldn't get Review Yourself. I don't know why. Yep. Um, Instagram, it's Review Yourself Podcast 2021. The Patreon is uh, Review it Yourself, if you, if you want to support the show get extra content if that's if that's your thing you the only place you can get the review is uh the visit yourself episode is through spotify because i'm an anchor so the video only goes on spotify but you can get the audio everywhere else because it's made so that you can listen to it you don't have to be able to see 
which is another reason why it takes me quite a while to write them because you, you think, well, I can't say, oh, if you look over there. Yeah. Yes, I think that's about it, really. If you haven't been sold on, listen to me for this long. And I hope, to, I hope, I really hope I haven't come across like big headed or arrogant or like a big know it all because I'm not. I just, I just, and hopefully not massively narcissistic either. Absolutely not. Right. You can find uh, Pods Like Us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Twitter. Um, also, I'm on Patreon as well if you want any of that extra stuff. And um, I'm playing it down because I'm a Brit. Play it this down. Is exactly, exactly, exactly what I know. Yeah. All these Americans are all excitement and like, you're going to follow me on this place, that place, the other. You can contact me here and I'm on here, 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 here. There you go. That's, I've that's tried. It. I've tried to do that. And it just comes across like I'm taking a mick. Yep. I've because that's what same. it sounds like. Yeah. Like if, if it, and I'd, I'd love, don't get me wrong, I, I have, that's another idea. I have toyed with doing an episode where I do it like that. I was like, welcome to Review It Yourself. Today, we're going to do A Good Day to Die Hard. It's Bruce Willis's John McClane swan song. And just do the whole thing like that. Yeah. Uh, a bit like Quagmire from Family Guy or something. Uh, <laughs> and I've, <laughs> But uh, I, then you think, oh, I don't know. But I've tried, I've tra- but it just sounds like you're taking the mick. But but I'd love, it's like when I did the Bill episode and Bill was like, oh, I might do the same. But I was like, I would love to see you try and do an impression of me, Bill. I, yep. I would, li- if you put that behind like a 20 pound paywall, I would pay to listen to that because it would be gold. Yeah. It would be absolute gold. Don't know how we do it, but. No, I think there'd be a lot of people that would do that actually, you know, <laughs> Ben from film floggers. I'm sure he'd listen to that and, you know, Stu would for definite and all these yeah. other people. He does not, he did not write impression of me, Ben, on one of his, he did a review it yourself. And considering he's from down South, he did not write, he didn't all right, got it. Yeah, all right, was, for a southern softy. Yeah, I did. I he did all right. His his his, his girlfriend's Irish, so her attempt wasn't as great. Then again, I tried to do an impression of her voice on his, so it wasn't. It was a bit quiet, thankfully. <laughs> I try not to do Irish accents. I, I turn into somebody. I try to do accents, you know, and then I turn turn into a different accent, and then. No. It, it starts be, starts to, to go the racial route, I think, if I keep doing that. Yeah, well, it's a problem with uh, when you're from, like, different parts of the country. If you've got a very strong accent, you, you st- I struggle to go on my own first. And then if you try and do an impression of, like, if I tried to do somebody, like, who's New Zealand, it would come across like I was trying to do South African. Because I can't get off, because I've tried, like, you know, as a joke. If you, you watch, like, a film in New Zealand and you try and do the voice and you think, oh, God, that... That does not sound like what I wanted it to. But I tried to do Welsh ones and it came through sounding Indian and I thought, right, I'll edit that out. See, I could do see, I went on a I went on a trip a few years ago and the the tour guide, like it was a history tour thing, and the guy was Welsh and mm. I listened to him talk for three four days, four days. And by the end of that, I could do a pretty cracking impression. But I can't do it off the cuff. I've just got to kind of I've just got to kind of do it. But yeah, that was yeah, that one wasn't uh <laughs> I could I could do it, but yeah, you you want see this is another thing when people say oh Britain and you go, you do realise it's it's different countries, right? Like I'm I'm not Welsh. Like you, nope. you don't call anybody from like Scotland or well Wales or, or Ireland, uh well, that's a different story kind of. Uh you don't call them British. 
because they're like, no, we're not. <laughs> but you got you go into that thing there, even in the same country, you know, where I've where Americans are surprised that I've only been to London a couple of times, and they're like, well, it's such a small country. Why don't you? Why aren't you always there? Because oh no, I won't. I won't. I won't say what I was going to say. But but because it might be lovely for tourists, but for the majority of us, it's it's a different place. It's much more expensive than the rest of the country. Oh, don't get any chat. It's yeah. just a. It's just different. It's just uh, when you live where I live, it's kind of like a, not in a. What's the right word? I'm not not in a condescending way, but it's kind of like what the Americans call like. The Midwest are the Rust Belt and stuff. Yep. Where there was massive industry and now there isn't a lot of it. There's barely any left. And you've got places that have to rapidly change how they are and what they do and unemployment science and stuff. And it's a lot it's far away from London. Yep. It is. That's all I'll say. Best not say anymore. <laughs> anyway, thanks for speaking with me today, mate. Oh, it's fat. Sorry, I've absolutely talked you talked your head off, haven't I? It's, it's all right. I'll go and have some food now after we've been talking for three hours. <laughs> yeah that that's on the recorded side of it as well yeah no uh thanks a lot Marv. i've 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 been dying to come on for well we're dying to have you on to be fair i uh find stuff like this a little bit we'll sort that out oh yeah you'll have to pick some, come and do teenage mutant Ninja turtles i've got them ready to watch <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> i've already done one of them <laughs> we could do number two there's three of them i've done the third one return of what? the use is that one or whatever it's that, called. that's the one where they go back in time <gasps> i didn't know that oh that's turtles cool. in time they go back to uh um oh um uh like uh samurai times in japan oh god that that just sounds that that just sounds wrong for so a plethora of reasons oh and man th- th- there's this bit so you, you've got a character they've got the chap who plays uh casey in the films the character mm-hmm. so he plays casey in the modern day and then when they go back in time he plays another character but there's nothing about that character they don't even mention there's no relation to the modern day casey or anything They've just used him because he's there and they couldn't get another actor to play that part. My God. There's no other reason for him to be there. And I, I kept saying to Stu, what was the point of him being that character in the modern time and that character in the past when there's no link to them? Oh, I might have to get Ben from Film Flubbers to do these for me because I, him moaning about those would be glorious. Although I... See, this is another thing. <laughs> Last point, when I started defending yourself, I forgot... That when people pick these awful films that everyone says is awful, oh come, on, you you've got to watch it, yeah. Because I, I could do those episodes and not what not watch it, just read a synopsis and just do questions. But then you go, oh god, I've got to watch this. And the Fifth Element, five minutes. Now nah, I'm not watching this again. I did it yeah. once. I don't I don't get it. I don't see it. Sin yeah. Cities, I haven't seen those either. Everyone mentioned. I'm like, I've never seen either of them. Never fancied them. But the stupid thing is, so. Uh, you you know you you, you pick th- you pick three films, don't you, with Stu, and then yeah. or you choose three numbers. Then he tells you what they are. You pick which film you're going to watch, and apparently all three that I picked were dreadful films, oh. allegedly. Because uh, another one was oh, that one with Vin, D- Vin Diesel where it was blood something or that. I can't remember. Not triple X, not triple X. No blood something or that. I can't remember what it is, and it's a superhero film ish, and. Uh, and so I picked the, oh, the turtles I know which one, one you mean. I can't remember what it's called. Doesn't he play not a vampire? I know which one you mean. Where he 
can regenerate or something when he Chronicles gets shot. Chronicles of Riddick? Away. Chronicles of Riddick? Is no, it's not it that. No. Oh, isn't it? It is Blood Something. I love Pitch Black. I think that's a cracking film with I've Vin Diesel. That. That's a great film. Not seen it. Pitch the other Black. Riddick films are dreadful. That first one is brilliant. Pitch Black. See, I have to give that a go. I, I, like, I love Triple X or XX or whatever you want to call it. I thought the first one of those was great, but then the second one was terrible. And I, never, I, I, was, I, I thought I never saw the third one. But the Turtles film, I picked it, and then it's not available on any streaming service at all. So I had oh. to buy the I had to buy the bloody thing on DVD to watch it. <laughs> but for some reason, I own all three of the films that I chose now on DVD. Oh no! <laughs> so I may have to I may have to say to Stu, do you want me to come on and do the the Vin Diesel film with you? I had to do that with a uh, Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. Oh, the worst film I've ever seen in my life. One of the, oh, it was awful. If I'd have seen that and I had never seen Will Ferrell, I'd have been like, I've never, I'll never watch any of his again. I'm not a big Will Ferrell. I haven't seen Step Brothers. I haven't seen Anchorman. I haven't seen Anchorman 2. I haven't seen those. I watched. Elf. See, me and Bill, right, we agree on this. We don't see the point. We don't see the hype around Elf. I don't get it. No. I just think, but like, I'm like, well, all right, it's okay, but it's not Home Alone, Lost in New York, is it? So, just, just you know, get a bit of a grip, and I don't, I don't get it. I think it's one of those films that people like. Oh, me and Bill might have to do Elf, but <laughs> he kill me, he kill me. But it's like you know, you you think why, why? I don't understand. Like I want to understand what everyone else sees, yeah. like Skyfall. I don't understand what Spectre. Don't understand what everybody sees about Skyfall. I think it's awful. I hate it. it's like Home Alone with James Bond. I don't, I don't understand what the crack is, and everyone's oh, it's great. I'm like I don't, I don't see it. I wish I could see it. I just, I can't see it. And, oh, here, oh, that film. I like Casino Royale. Oh, love with, it. With I've Daniel got... Craig. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to make enemies here. You ready? Yeah, I think Daniel on. Craig is great. But other than Casino Royale, I have a problem with all of the films that he made after. Yeah, yeah. Well, Quantum of Solace, which I think is the best one apart from that one. Yeah. I think it, it, this sounds weird, but it might. If you watch Quantum of Solace and think of it as a a, a DVD extra follow-on, what happened next from Casino Royale, it stands up a lot better. And when you do a lot about the production of Quantum of Solace, I must review that film. Yeah. It was written during the writer's strike and it was a mess. And they yeah. knew it was a mess. And they did the best they could. And I think it has some good action sequences in it. But and I don't think it's that bad. But considering what it came after, it... it, it no, it it, it struggled. Yeah. Then Sky Skyfall. Skyfall, I don't like. I thought it was. I just don't enjoy it. I tried. I've watched it recently. Still don't get it. Spectre, apart from the beginning bit where he walks through and the helicopter bit. After that, it's awful. Like all a bit with. And I like Dave Bautista. He did a great film called Final Score, which I'm going to review soon. Set in Wembley. It's great. He's like John McClane in Wembley. That's what it's about. Stadium. It's great. But ridiculous. He, he kills somebody by putting their head in a, in a chip fat fryer. It's brilliant. Yep. Anyway, yep. It, it, it's just stupid what that character he plays. Oh, me and Bill did it. Me and Bill did it. We, yeah, I forgot we did. Oh, yeah. We've done that many. <laughs> and it, oh, it was, it was, it was just dreadful. And then No Time to Die was just like Bond deconstructed. It yep. wasn't Bond. He, he, he just wasn't, but he didn't do anything the Bond ever does. We oh, hated Bond, that film. Bond, when he came back for the money, he said, I'd rather slip my wrists, something like that. I'm not 
saying that flippantly. He said something like that. I'd rather, I'm sure he said I'd rather slip my wrist or something along those lines than come back, and I'd only come back for the money. Because the fourth one, of all Spectre's faults, the ending, Blofeld on the bridge, gets in the car, Madeline Swan, stupid bloody name. And, and I never liked that character, never bought the love story. Bond yeah. of Vesper, I'm with you. Not, yeah. whatever. And she's too young. Not She's not, I don't mean that way. I just, it, it, whatever. They, off she goes. He drives into the sunset. Cheers, Daniel. You've done all right. I've liked half your films. Off you go. Then he comes back for, for No Time to Die. They write it. The deconstruct Bond. He has a kid. They have the worst. They have the worst MacGuffin in a film. It's worse than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's yep. oh, the, uh, what these nanobots that suddenly, if, if you've got your DNA on them, M acts like an absolute idiot in it. An idiot. Like, I love Ray Fiennes. I think he's brilliant. Great actor, Voldemort, Armand Goth in Schindler's List. He's unbelievable. He's done loads. He's unbelievable. He did well in the others. He was a great M, really. In, and he was even good in Skyfall. I liked seeing him that. But Inspector Mike, uh, sorry, in, in No Time to Die, he's just an idiot. Yeah. He's just an idiot. Like, oh, well, we kept his what? You didn't think this was going to come back to bite you? Uh, the, the, these nanobots. Like Daniel Craig's, oh, it, I just thought it was, I just thought it was horrendous. And then when everybody was like fawning over it, oh, it's it's one of the best Bond films ever made. It's it's like, well, this is unpopular to say with Bond films. I absolutely despise Honor Majesty's Secret Service. I think it's right. awful because there's a sequence in that where he's dubbed by this guy. It's where he's dressed as a Scot with a kilt and that that whole sequence he's dubbed and it's so badly done. And I just, I never. I never. I probably have to rewatch it. To be fair, I would give it another go as an adult, but I didn't like that one. I was never a big fan of it, and I don't get. Dying of the Day is not not great. We know it's not, but I don't get why people. I don't understand what people see. Mm-hmm. I thought that the soon the nearest the latest Bond film, and then spoilers. Anyone, if you haven't seen No Time to Die and you don't want to hear the spoilers, leave now. You probably had enough of me by now anyway. So just cheers. See you later. No Time to Die. Killing him off at the end. You, yep. you don't kill Bond. No. You, do, you do, 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 do cardinal rule. Bond does not die. You want to swap him. You want to like. You want to show it exploding, but you don't quite see Bond because they showed yep. him getting blown to bits. They literally yep. blown to bits. Yep. There was no like, oh, he might be alive. No, he's he's, he's dead. And it's like what they they they're like the arrogance. The ar- that's all it was. I'm sorry. Apologies. Anyone who likes it. This is what I mean. You want to get the sheer arrogance of the filmmakers and Daniel Craig to be like, yeah, I want to bring him back, but I want to kill him off. No, 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 Daniel. No, sorry. No, no. It's not about you. Bond has gone on before. It's like yeah. a, it's like a manager of, of a football club. Doesn't yeah. matter how good you are, how much praise you get, how many trophies you win. The club was around before you and it will survive after you. It's not about you. So do your stint and bugger off and, yeah. and do well. That's all it's about. But to come in and go, well, I want to leave. I want, well, you should have left. What'd you come back for? And then to, to, to kill him off. It's just like, and you knew something was coming with that film. Danny Boyle had it for years. Yep. It, it, Danny Boyle's films I love. 28 Days Later, Millions, Sunshine, which I watched recently and really liked that. Uh, he did like the beginning sequence of 28 Weeks Later and was produced on that. I've loved his films. I think they're great. Really, really good filmmaker. And then when he left with like his writing team and that, he thought, what's, and the guy who does the screenplays, he thought, what's going on here? And oh, just why? Why? Because how were they gonna? How were they gonna bring it back? And I, I don't want to get it anywhere because it'll get all political. I've got an idea what they might do, but it won't be Bond. It will not, like it's not going to be. And and 
I, I don't get it. I think people people understand films are not real life. Yeah. Oh, we've got a character that sleeps with loads of women. Yeah. Yes, he does. Hmm. Oh, well, it's misogynistic. Right. But he's he's a character. Like he's he's a he's a character. He's not real. Yep. Like he goes around murdering people. Yep. Like it's it's not meant to be. Like it's not meant to be. You're not meant to aspire to be Bond. Yep. It, 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 oh yeah. I just I just I hated it, and I I I, I dread to think what's going to happen next, especially given MGM has been sold. I dr- you don't have to keep this in. I dread, I dread to think what happens next. Yeah, because it's owned by Amazon now. But the, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, is it Amazon now? Is it? I can't, I can't keep track because it's like they're owned by them. Owned by them. Oh, yeah. God, God help us. Like, uh, just let it go. I don't know why. Just if you didn't want to do it, Daniel. And then the fact all the producers keep coming out and saying, "Oh, it'll take us years to find a replacement." Will it? Will it really? Whether it's Henry Cavill and yeah. uh, Tom Hiddleston and all, I mean Idris Elba, if you pulled your finger out, but he's yeah. too old now. He's too old. I'm sorry, Idris. Yeah. Yeah. I've loved Jim Luther, and he did he did a film recently where he was a decent Bond esque person, but he's too old. He's too old mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, but he's not. But he looks too. Old. He looks old in his years. I think. Yeah. But yeah, what it? I don't know. And yeah, I mean, it, if they tried to change Bond into a woman, I, I don't. Which is a distinct possibility. But go make. There's an assassin in Mission Impossible. I think it's three or four. And she kills people at the beginning. She's ruthless. Yeah, yeah. Rebecca Ferguson's character. Yeah. yeah. And there's 24, that series. There's an assassin in that who nearly kills uh, President David Palmer because she puts like this uh, latex on her hand that like has poison on it and she shakes his hand. And she's ruthless. Oh, oh the main character, uh, Myers as well, who kills Jack Bauer's wife, spoilers. In the first, she's an unbelievable villain. And they had some great villains in that. Like if you want to write a story about a female spy, Yep. Knock yourself out. Hmm. But but please don't take off Bond. Like let it let it if you don't just let it go if you want to. Cause I'd rather cause that that no time would I it, it hurt. And then yet, oh, I want to tell you a story about your de- about a man called James Bond. I was like, oh my god. Like, what even is this? Yeah. <laughs> my review, my, my review of that I I think I recorded it I think two o'clock in the morning. So depressed. They need a bonus sleep. extra, don't they? On it, where, where where it's after the end, where she she's like reading the stories to 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 the child, you know, like you know, you know, Bond was looking and he was playing this game of um, of, I'm trying to remember how the first our casino royale, the first book started now, but yeah, oh. whatever. Well, it, it was just they did, I don't know why I don't know what why they did it. It just yeah. it like. The, and the whole idea of it as well was so stupid. Like, like Vespa ends up with, because they didn't have the rights to Spectre, so she ended up with Quantum, which was Spectre, but whatever. Yeah. So she ended up with them double-crossing because of her boyfriend and all that, which is Quantum Solace, makes sense. And then she, di- she, gets, she dies, and then she gets buried. Bond is near her grave, goes to see her grave. They blow the grave up and nearly kill him. Yeah. And his first thought is, oh, it's Madeline. No, I'm going to admit, Bond, you, you, you've, you had a relationship with this woman. It was very widely known in this organisation. You've got to see a grave. Did, did you not think they maybe thought, should we put a Bond there in case he ever comes? And they've got enough money, put a guy on the gate, and if Bond ever comes or a man ever comes to that, blow it up. Like yeah. the idea that, oh, it, it, this happened to it has to be her. Who else knows we're here? They didn't need to know you were there, James. They just yeah. need to put a bomb behind a flipping headstone and think, well, if a guy ever comes, 
in a suit looking like this. Take him out if you can. Yeah. I, I just thought it, it didn't make any sense. This idea he just he just abandoned her. What, why did he retire every film? It, it didn't make he either got shot or he left or he retired every film. He yeah. never had that film where he was he never had his gold finger for me. No. No. I wanted a film no. where he was just Bond. And they teased it at the end of Skyfall. They teased it. M was there, new yeah. M. Money Penny was there. It was like, oh my God, they've set everything up. And then it comes back inspector and he's older and he can't shoot straight again and all that crap. And you thought, really? You, you, again? Like, oh, whatever. Right. Oh, anyway, sorry, be, be, before we lose all the <laughs> listeners here by going far too over, over time. Anyway, I've already explained how everybody can get hold of me and find me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us. But not all as long as this, I promise. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah. Mark. laughs> Thank you.